Christ, you people suck. Wow. This is episode 698 for May 9th, 2022. And this week, it's a small show. It's just me and Anthony. Hi, how you doing? We already did this once. We're doing it. Yeah, we, I, I tried to use my tablet and it went poorly, so we're now <laughs> back on the computer. Thank God we were only six minutes in. <laughs> oh, hey, you want to talk about video games this week? Sure, I will. I'm playing Prey. Yes, not the, the new one, not the old one. Uh, I had some compulsion to play it because I watched a guy on YouTube talk about the plot and I was like, oh yeah, that's a pretty good game. I think I'm going to go through it again with all the human abilities rather than kind of mixing and matching the It's only funny to us because you've already done it. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, it's, it, listen, I'm playing the greatest game of 2022 from 2017 or whatever it was. So. Was it, was Prey in 2017? Prey is from 2017. Bam, called it. I couldn't remember if it was 2017 or 2016. Not the Blue Oyster Cult <laughs> intro Prey from two, the, what was that, the, 2007. The definitely 2006. The oh, and wow. definitely, but this is the Prey that's definitely not based off the Michael Crichton book, even though it both involves a black misty thing that can shapeshift. I'm I'm dead serious. Look into the. For a company as litigious as um, Bethesda? Bethesda and whatever their what, uh, what was their comp- uh, holder company? Oh, uh, Zenimax. Zenimax. Yeah. yeah, Zenimax is like super litigious. Um, you know, they wouldn't let a game be called Scrolls because they didn't want to inter- Oh, but it could confuse people with the Elder Scrolls. No, it won't. Um, yeah, Prey, Michael Crichton, the guy that wrote Jurassic Park. It's about, like, a nanotechnology that is this looks like this black, shapeless form that can, like, reform itself into other things, just like the enemy in the game Prey that has nothing to do with Michael Crichton's book, even though if Michael Crichton's fucking estate wanted to, I'm sure they could sue over the similarities. Sure. Anyways, uh, yeah, it's great. I, I just, I need, I don't know, I don't know why I really was just like, ah, I, that's what I want to play, a semi-stealth looting game that allows me to fuck around. You can shoot the bubble gun. Yeah, I mean, that's only, I only use that to, like, get into areas quickie, uh, quickly, quickie. Well, Could you use uh, it for a quickie? What? Yeah, yeah, um... <laughs> Uh, because, like, you, in the first section, you have to get into your office, and I was like, oh, I can just avoid a bunch of enemies by making a stairway up to the office. To heaven. Um, and then uh, break through the window. So it's, you know, I, I, I like that freedom, but yeah, I just wanted to 
play it because I watched a guy talk about it on YouTube, and I was like, yeah, that's, that was a really good game. I get I get interested in playing games like that when somebody I see somebody talk about it on YouTube. Um, I'm like, oh, I want to play that too. Let me just let me just find the um guy so I can just recommend his videos because I did I did find enjoyment. Um, Jinji is his name on YouTube, Jinji. and um, yeah, G I N G Y, and um. Like he did some... No, because the... I don't know why you'd pronounce G I N as Gen. Mm-hmm. Um. Also, Genji is anyways. a character in Overwatch. Yeah, and it's not spelled that way there either. So thanks. No, it's not. There's also Genji, the one that game that had the giant enemy crab. <sighs> so, um, you tag it's weak. Yeah. Um, yeah, he did a, uh, a video about, uh, the story of Bioshock Infinite that I stumbled upon. That's from, like, two weeks ago, and I started looking through his other stuff. And then, uh, he had a video called Why Prey Deserved More Attention, and I'm at work, and I'm like, hey, yeah, just talk in my ear for an hour about Prey, cool. And, um, I was just like, after that, I was like, you know what? I kind of want to play Prey again. And, um, this time I'm going to lock myself out of a bunch of content, because... Um, I'm just taking the one route, and then maybe I'll go back and play with the more weird abilities, like turning myself into a coffee cup. But I mean, uh, for the time being, right now I just want to be like super strong and super techy, and make my guns do more damage. And, and later, you want to be so. a coffee cup. Yeah, in a different playthrough, I'll be a coffee cup and roll my way around. Um. Um, and then, you know, I still played some more Kirby, because I still have, like, post-game post -game content, and that's, you know, fun. Um, that's it. I, I mean, really. Like, who's got the time? <laughs> who's got the time to play all these uh, games? Yeah, free comic book day was, you know, yesterday, so a lot of time's been trying to get the store looking good for that. It was a, it was a good it was a good cross promotion, free comic books and there's a comic book movie dropping this week so. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure part of that. Unfortunately, like, man, fortunately, like one of the best comic artists, uh, George Perez, passed away. I saw that. I on, and like, if you don't think you if you think you don't know who George Perez is, you absolutely do. He's legendary. Like. Alex Ross, who I think has the most distinct art style, and you instantly look at it and you go, that's Alex Ross, because he's got the most realistic depictions of superheroes, um, but they're all watercolors. They're beautiful. Um, Alex Ross looks up to George Perez. Like, that's how influential George Perez's art is. And um, it, it's just a shame that he passed away. Like, he started really young, so he was only... Like sixty-seven, sixty-eight. Like it's a, it's a, it's a damn shame. Um, and yeah, like yeah, comic book movie out this week. Uh, you know, and like I said last weekend, there was a Sonic comic, uh, that came out uh, for it. There's always a Sonic comic on Free Comic Book Day. Um, but there's bl a new Bloodborne comic that's coming, so there's a preview of that. So it's like a half issue, and then it kind of tells you about Bloodborne if you're not familiar with it. Um, and the artwork looks fantastic in that. 
and, and you know, some other stuff. Uh, you know, I mean, now at this point, what isn't Marvel? So, you know, there's always some Marvel comics. There's always some DC comics. Um, but you know, it was kind of shitty watching people come in that I've never seen before. Just grab one of every comics. They leave with 35 comics for free, and I won't see them again until next year. Holy shit. Like, so you can just take as many as you want, or what? It depends on the store. So in Free Comic Book Day, I think there was like 35 titles or something like that. And they're all from different publishers, and they're all for different age groups. Oh, um, so it's so, specific comics. So it's specific comics. Gotcha. Yes. They're marked with Free Comic Book Day. They're specially put out. Um, let me just see like if there's anything else um you know so there's always an archie one there's a bunch of dark horse ones there's a teenage mutant ninja turtles because that's a big one um there's always a spider-man venom it seems there's some anime manga i should say there's an avatar one every year no uh, there's a sonic hedgehog i was talking about there's a big crossover with the avengers x-men and uh, eternals this year um there's a lot of kids. There's a Judge Dredd one because most people don't get it, so that's they're kind of like, okay, yeah, maybe try out 2000 AD. Uh, what one that I think you would probably like, um, when it comes out fully, because you know you're a Foo Fighters fan. Ten Ton Press does these um biographies. Mm-hmm. So they had one for Lemmy, and they've had one for Iron Maiden, and in their free comic book day, it's like just kind of like a taster of a bunch of comics they're putting out and they're doing one for Foo Fighters. They're doing like a biography comic book. Huh. Yeah. Um, I probably, yeah, I'm trying, I'm terrible at reading things. My wife bought me his, his book for Christmas. Yeah. This one's got pictures, Ken. It's it's fine. It's not about the pictures. It's just, I'm I'm just kidding. (laughs) How old do you think I am? 17. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um. Well, like I said, Blood by uh, Bloodborne. There's a Street Fighter one. There's always a Pokemon one. Which I mean, at this point, is Pokemon a game first, or is it just a franchise? I don't know. Um. But yeah, there's there, there's plenty of stuff. But like, most people come in and they pick the stuff they're interested in. That's understandable. But yeah, there was somebody. There's a couple people that walked in, grabbed one of everything we had out, and then left and didn't say anything. Not even a thank you. And it's like, we have to pay for those books, you fucking asshole. <laughs> like, uh It's just like, go and get the stuff you're interested in. I have no issue with that. You know, one or two, you come in, maybe you get something, maybe you don't, but you know the comic book shop's there. But for you to come in and grab, like, you know, 35, 30, 35 comics for free, not say thank you, and just bail. Yeah, that's kind of fucked up. I couldn't, I couldn't do that. Like, my conscience wouldn't let me do that. So, 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 because I don't run a comic book shop, I just help at it. Let me explain how this is a fucking grift. The idea was, like, to get people into comic book shops because comics, you know, aren't video games, they're not movies, and they're not television. They don't, it's a, it's a niche hobby. Sure, absolutely. Let's get people in with free comics. And, you know, it, it get people to find their comic book stores. Neat. But, you know, the they don't just hand the stores over the books for free and say, hey, look, this is for advertising, you know. They make the stores pay for it. 
So now as a store, maybe, you know, you're not the busiest store ever. You have to take into account, do I buy all these comics that I'm giving away for free and participate? Or do I not participate and look like an asshole for not giving away free comic books on free comic book day? And it's like this this sort of stranglehold on these stores to by by publishers to be like, well, you want to you don't want to look like the bad guy, do you? By not handing out free comics on free comic book day, but it's like you're also demanding money of these people. And I get it, things cost money, but like the idea behind free comic book day because most free comics are not necessarily a full issue; they're like half issue and. If you're like 10 ton press, it's like a couple pages from comics they're putting out this year. So like there's three or four pages for the Foo Fighters story and everything. And I'm like, it's an advertisement, not just for the store, but for your comics. So to demand stores pay for it, like that that's kind of fucked up. And then for people to just be like, well, it's free comic book day, so it means I get free comics. It's like, that's a really weird, messed up thing. Like, again, totally understand if you're only interested in like, you know, Oh, I'm a Bloodborne fan. There's a comic. I'm going to grab a comic. I'll find my local store. You know, if you want to read the rest of the comic, they'll get it for you. You know, you just ask them um, to make a pull list. So it's like, you know, I, I don't fully have an issue, but it is kind of fucked up when you watch someone pick up 30 comics. You've paid for them. You know they're not going to be back till next year. <laughs> it's it's kinda, a weird yeah, thing. It's, it's kind of like, it's kind of like, it's kind of like record store day um, where like, on the surface level, it starts off with a, a a more wholesome idea. Like, you know, we'll, we're going to help you get business by giving you these things. But the, the bloated prices on vinyl records is already absurd. Uh, record Store Day is nothing free, by the way. You'll just hit for free. Um, it's more expensive records. There are special pressings of albums that are already in existence generally. And it clogs up the production line because a bunch of big labels do it. So instead of printing out like uh, an independent record, that independent artist gets pushed to the back of the line while Capital and Universal and whoever else wants to get their repress of classic albums that have a billion in existence. Like we don't need David Bowie's like the man who sold the world pressed with a p- ugly picture on it. We don't, <laughs> nobody needs it. And it's like, and some of the shit sits around in stores forever because it's not sellable. Like I like the flaming lips. There's a weird album called Zyrica. It's four CDs. And the idea is that you put on all four CDs at the same time. And like, you, so you'd have to have like four, you know, I was going to say who has four CD players. But the well, the idea is that you can listen to each CD separately, but then you can mix and match. And they even say like, try putting you know the the stereos in different spots in the room and like further away. And like, because what they do is they all play the same song. Of like, so there's like eight songs or whatever, and it goes now playing track one, and then it goes into the song. So it gives you a little bit of time to sync up the rest of them. And and it, it's a neat concept. They put that out on vinyl. 
Now, now you have to have four fucking record players. Like, and those box sets were like $120, I think. Uh, maybe even more. And they sat in stores for years. Because it's not, it, it, like, again, the idea is to, like, help small stores. But, like, fucking hell, it's just become this, like, capitalist nonsense. And, uh, it, it's just absurd. Like, and, and for an industry that, you know, says it needs help, video games don't do that stuff. And I thank God for it because, like, at least they're not like, go and help your local game store. Or we're gonna fucking fleece them for all the money they have. Uh, just, it, uh, yeah. So free comic book day. I mean, if you got stuff cool, I, I'm not, I'm not criticizing. If you went in and just grabbed comics and, you know, don't help out your store and like they pay for those. <laughs> you know, they won't be there next year if we don't. That's true. Don't buy things from them. And the same with your record store. Buy stuff on from them on days that aren't record store day. Um, I didn't even know there was a record store day. Uh, yeah. So like originally when I started, it was like this is going to be a an exclusive release for record store day. It's only going to be printed on vinyl. Go and get it now. You'll never see it again. Do you have vinyl? I, I have a bit. I Only for stuff that I, I want to own physically, but there is no other format, generally. Yeah. Um, But, like, for the most part, I don't buy it because it's more expensive. You know, $30 for a record, I understand, but, like, most of them are 40 to 50 I really don't. Like, man, I can't justify... I mean, that's 40 Canadian, I get it, but, like, I can't justify that comparison to, like, a $13 CD. But it's the same fucking music, and 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 to be clear to anybody that's like maybe like ah, but records sound different. No, they don't. Um, in fact, they usually sound worse. And I'm not just saying that because of the static interference. I'm saying that because like they literally have to crank the volumes down. Now, with a really good master for vinyl, it should sound just as good as the original files they got. But like for the most part, it's not that. So, uh. They usually have to crank down the volumes on everything, and um, it's still the same like trans or same mastering. So it's like this really quiet. Um, you know, we're losing the um, uh, dynamic range because we have to compress it. Because if it's too big of a jump, the needle will actually jump out of the track. So. Uh, CDs have a different mastering issue where they go, ah, you're wearing small headphones, so maybe we'll bump it up. That's not all CDs, it's just some. Like, it's a totally different issue. You know, again, with good masters, like, they'll do it right, but, I, again, I can't justify fucking 30 to $13 for the same thing, really. Uh, yeah. I don't know, I don't listen to a lot of music at home, so... Mm. I mean, yeah. At this point, like, it's really hard to justify the cost of anything uh, when, you know, uh, a subscription to Spotify is however much a year, or YouTube music, or uh, Apple music. I couldn't remember the third one because I don't use it. But, um. Yeah, I like, have Apple music. Oh, you, you, like you really have to. Bucks. And you really have to be, like, 
you think about it, you have to be like really good music to justify having someone spend thirty dollars on a vinyl record. Yeah, no, I. No way. Uh, you're lucky if you can get me to spend fifteen dollars on a physical CD. I think the last one I bought was three, four years ago. Nah, I'll just buy the digital copy or I'll listen to it on Apple Music. I'm fine. Yep, and I don't blame people for that. Oh, no, like, that's I don't a lie. blame people for reading. I literally bought the tablet that I was trying to record this podcast on originally just to read comic books that I have digitally. Because it's like, you get Humble Bundle puts them on. And they're like, buy all of um, Jodorowsky's um, The Incal, which is essentially what he did after trying to get the Dune movie off the ground way back in, like, the 70s. Um, and I'm like, yeah, I don't want to spend, like, $30, $40 per book of the in-cal when I can get all of it digitally for 40 bucks. That's actually, that's, I actually lied. My wife got me the Nevermind 30th anniversary for Christmas. CD or vinyl? It's CD. Um, it's got five discs. Four of them are live performances. One of them is the like super remastered version of Nevermind. And then there's a DV or a Blu-ray of a concert from like 90, oh, wow. 93, I think. So, let me see. I wanted to see the, who it was. Um, I want to see who it was remastered by. It was uh, um, Butch Vig. Oh, okay. The guy who did the original recordings. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, because, yeah. like, um, I was going to be surprised if it was Stephen Wilson, because Stephen Wilson does a bunch of remasters for rock stuff as well. Yep, no, Mostly no. prog rock, but still. Yep, he came in and redid the whole thing, and it's. I mean, it sounds good, but it like I'm, you know, listen to it and be like, okay, so it sounds a little better. I mostly bought it just because it was like, I remember buying that album when it first came out, and that's how I got into them, and I got really hardcore into them, and like they're probably one of my favorite bands between them and the Foo Fighters. So, the cool thing to have for sure. All right. Um, that's it for me. I mean, there was like different tangents. I was gonna say there's like no video games in there, but that's fine. I don't really have a whole lot to talk about either because, well, we'll talk about it in the news. But I couldn't play a bunch of my stuff on Friday and Saturday, so uh, I did finally. I'm finally able to talk about Trek to Yomi, um, which is on Game Pass. It's also on. PC and PlayStation. I don't think it's on Switch. Um, but it's a side-scrolling um, kind of action game that is that is very much trying to invoke that Kurosawa film style, the black and white, old samurai. Um, it's it's good. It reminds me of like a action version of Limbo, to where you're always kind of on a singular path. Um, I think my biggest problems with the game is that the combat is enjoyable, but it wants to be more than it is. And, like, the parrying just never felt good to me. Uh, some of the stuff in the game is not really necessary. Like, there's no nuance to it. Like, you can just mash buttons and be fine, or you can try to do the stuff that it wants you to do. But the problem is, is that it's not as effective or as fun. Like, the intricacies of it. 
The story is your typical revenge story. It's fine. Uh, it's also worth noting the game is relatively short. It's probably about five hours, but you know it is a twenty dollars game. It is on Game Pass, so that that wasn't really a knock for me. It was more like, that the story just wasn't that interesting. It's it was a hard sell after Ghost of Tsushima. Sure. You know, like I I'm not trying to compare the two things because I'm not. Well, one of them is the really multi-billion-dollar budget AAA game. And yes, but that's not. See, I I don't necessarily subscribe to that fact. Like, like I'm more about like it is hard to sell me a a a two D platformer that's going to be that that isn't going to do something drastically different. Like, if this were more like Bushido Blade, you know, in 2D, mm-hmm. I'd be like, oh man, it's a totally different experience. But if it's like, I'm gonna have to hack and slash and actually, you know, kind of fight guys, um, I don't know, like, I, I have a better, m- more expanded version of that. And it, again, it's hard to sell me on, like, I, I want to play this in 2D when I was just do the 3D thing, you know? Yeah, I... It's hard. It, at least it's on Game Pass. You can just try it, and you probably... And, and let's be fair, it's five hours, so it's not like it's a huge investment. So, if if you're into that kind of stuff, it's like, yeah, you don't have to pick one or the other. This is just a nice side one to have. I just wish it was better. Um, but yeah, it's, it's fine. Um... I did manage to boot up a few of the indie games before everything got cut off. Uh, one of them was Chefy Chef, which is a side-scroller where it's actually really good as a side-scroller, but the, the objective is, is you go into the level and basically you're trying to collect the ingredients for a dish to make. Uh, so there's nothing really original about it, but the fact that the platforming itself is really good and the pixel art is, is very interesting, uh, it actually kind of stuck out to me. Um, I hate the name. I hate the name because it Chef just reminds Chef. me. Of, it just reminds me of fucking Mr. Krabs. I know it's a totally different thing, but that the I smell a smell that smelly smell. That's all I can think of is Chefy Chef. Chefy Chef. Uh. Um, I, the the next game I booted up was Picto Quest, which was like um. Oh God, no! That's a bad one. That's the one where you gotta like. You, you get the grids around with the numbers. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's a it's it, yeah no, but I, like that's one where you move around like a map, right? Uh, I, I think I. It's just a have, grid-based like number puzzle thing. Yes, yes, no, but like there's a there's a world map that you move yes. your character on between each mission. Yeah, I was disappointed by that. So I bought that with um, Pixel Pixel Cross Adventure. Like, it was a two-pack from the same publisher, but different developers. And Hmm. Pixel Cross Adventure is so, so fucking good. And PictoQuest was just there. Like, I'm like, yeah, man, it's just... It's Picross. It's a nonogram. Like, I don't... I don't think this is the best version of this. Like, it's fine. Like, it's just not... It wasn't. It wasn't as good as the other game that it came with. Yeah, that happens. And it's not as good as um, uh, Murdered by Numbers, which is still probably 
the better one for most people to play. Even though I'll tell you right now, play Pixel Cross Adventure because like the dev is pretty like that was a pretty funny game, but like man, the music in um Murder by Numbers is so good. I just play remember that. Uh, if I didn't finish that game fully, I'd be I'd be playing it during the podcast right now. Oh well, there you go. Uh, and then the last one I managed to boot up before everything went to shit was a game called Wildcat Gun Machine, which is one of the most interesting looking games I've played in a while. Uh, it's an isometric uh, twin stick shooter. Uh, from what I could tell, though, it is a it's a run based game. Uh, when I died. It essentially told me that I could have one respawn at corpse, uh, but after that I'd have to start the whole level over. Um, everybody gets one. Yeah, everybody gets one, but it's just a standard uh, shooter. What makes it stand out is like really the art style. It looks like if you look at the artwork on the cover, you're like, this looks like some kind of like 80s metal album. But then when you see the game itself, it's almost like chibi anime style. It's very cartoony. Um, the controls are okay. Like I felt like the shooting was a little sluggish. Uh, when you do get the better guns, it, it makes it more worthwhile. But they're so limited in ammo. It's it's an interesting game. I don't know that I will go back to it because I do not enjoy the the run based stuff. So it's not really my jam. Uh, I booted up Halo Infinite just to take a look at it from Season 2, and I don't even know why I did that, because I don't play the multiplayer, so I didn't really check out. But I, I had seen that the single player got cleaned up, like the cutscenes got cleaned up, and um, a couple other things in the world. And I forgot, like, going back into that game, I was like, this game just is really fucking fun to play. And I had forgotten that with all the shit that Halo... I was just... I just was so tired of looking at the same fucking environment. No, I get that. Like that. Like that was my biggest. That was the, the biggest same. turnoff. Yeah. It's like here's a Halo. I know that this thing diversified across right the whole ring, and you're gonna put us on one small part portion of it that's broken up, and it's the same environment. Yeah. <sighs> like I mean, I suppose, but like <sighs> I get just... it. Everything looks like Valhalla. You know, like I'm, I'm done. I'm done with this. I wanna, I wanna go into like other areas, like snow and and more tech bases. And it's such a stupid it's... thing to complain about, but I get it. Like different biomes really shake up like the feel of the world. And I, and like, I'm just gonna use this as an example because it's a very different game, and I understand that. Metroid Prime still stands out as one of the most interesting video game, like first person video games I've ever played because that game does not let you sit in one area for way too long. Oh, you're in a volcano and here it is raining and now you're in the snowy area and now you're underwater in the snowy area. I'm going to be real 100% honest with you. I know we joke about the Metroid Prime remaster. You have no idea how much I legitimately want that. Because oh, that I, game is so good. Uh, to be clear, my anger is not that I don't want it. I want it. My issue is, and oh, fucking, we we talked. We brought up the fact that comic book movies came out. My my issue is is that all these insiders are horribly wrong all the time, and every time they speak, all they do is just fuel this fucking hate fire. 
Like, I get it. Like, listen, I get it. Like, you don't like Nintendo? Fine. You don't like me? Fine. But it's like, ha- imagine how I'd feel if I wasn't the cause of my own hate. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's, that's how I feel for Nintendo. It's like, well, it's not Nintendo's fault they're not announcing the thing you thought they were going to announce. That's on you and the person that told you that that was a thing. I still believe and, it's like, a thing. I just... I'm sure it's been, listen, I'm sure, like, that as well as Mother 3, like, I'm sure discussions happen, but how far those have gone into effect, fuck if I know. Yeah, like, I don't know. I just want you know, it to happen. It's, it's, it's the, like, you know, we talked about potentially having Game Boy stuff on the Switch. That happened as soon as uh, Switch Online was announced. But... It was a rumor, and and by that I mean like an unsample. Uh, ups- oh, hold on, I'm having a bit of a moment. Upsi- nope. Unsubstantiated. Okay. okay, there we go. You got you got there. <laughs> well, I'm not drunk either. That's the sad <laughs> part. I just my every time my brain went to say it, it's like no, it's not happening. They're all unsubstantiated. Yeah. Um. There, they were just like there was nothing to them. And now we have somebody that's done some digging and found some code. That doesn't mean anything, really, yeah. in the grand scheme of things, but it does put some... Like, now now there's an actual rumor this is happening, as far as I'm concerned. And there has been nothing like that for Metroid Prime Trilogy. Uh, nothing. So, and, and looking at the Marvel movie, Doctor Strange just recently came out. There was a lot of rumors who would be in it. Somebody that was rumored is not. And I'll just say it's Tom Cruise, because I don't know where the fuck that came from. But a lot of people are like, Tom Cruise is going to be in it. Uh, okay. Um, and they're like, and he's going to be Iron Man. Okay, still no. And then they're like, look at this picture. And it's like a photoshopped picture from, like, Top Gun. Um, <laughs> I mean, they both fly. It. And people... Right? So, so, so it was, and people have now seen the movie, said he's not in there, and there's people that are like, oh, that's because his scene was cut. No one would cut Tom Cruise's scene. No one. Not a single person. Not Disney. Not fucking, uh, Universal. Nobody. Why? Because he's Tom Cruise at the end of the day. He's Tom They're not cutting, Cruise. they're not, they're not cutting Tom Cruise's scene. They're not paying Tom Cruise to show up on set to cut his scene. Get fucked. And people are like so far, in, oh, no, no. It's the same with the Zack Snyder cut. Zack Snyder's cut didn't exist until you willed it into existence. But, like, that's a anomaly. Like, it didn't exist. He didn't finish his movie. He left because his daughter committed suicide. And I know that's a dark thing to talk about, but, like, that's what happened. He didn't finish his film. And it's a shame. And, you, and I, I, it, it could not have been worse than Joss Whedon's. Whatever he actually had pictured. But like no, that Joss Whedon uh, one, fucking Joss Whedon is terrible <laughs> as a director. I'm just saying it now. But like, it's like you know, it's so I look at those and I look at this fucking Metroid Prime. I want these things to be true, just like everybody else. It would be awesome to see Tom Cruise as um a different version of Iron Man. It would be it's super interesting to see what Zack Snyder wanted to do with it. Oh, um, I mean, we got to see no, it, even though. Well, no, you didn't. You got to see what he want, he what he got to do once they handed him even more money to do it. 
It was pretty that, good. I ain't gonna lie. I don't like Zack Snyder's films. But well, then you're you know not gonna I mean? like, like his new film, but I like his films, and I thought that I, was... I, I wasn't going to like them, but I was like, I don't know what he's building up to, and it's like, you know, and now he's like, ah, oh, and the Green Lantern. I'm like, dude, that was not there originally. Like, calm yourself. That was taken in your driveway. Um, anyways, it's, you know, I want these things to exist. But just because someone says that it's going to exist doesn't, there's nothing to that. There, like, and, and, and it was only unfortunate circumstances that led to Zack Snyder getting to see what he wanted to, you know, to do. Like, that's it, the only reason. Every other thing, like, no matter how many times we bring up Metro Prime Trilogy, that doesn't mean it's going to happen. That's a totally Nintendo decision, not us. I can, however, I get want angry. to play. It. I want to play it. I want to play a better version of it. I I do because fuck playing it on Wii is playing it on Wii and playing it on GameCube is playing it on GameCube. Both are unfortunate for different reasons. Um, but fuck, man, like it's just it's. I'm so tired of every time it comes up or Mother Three. That's another one. Like I, I'd love to play it. I'm tired I just of listening say, to these people bring it up. You can't get mad at Nintendo about those, but you sure as shit can get mad about Nintendo and their lack of adding NES and Super Nintendo quality oh, titles. Fucking yeah, like yeah, <laughs> fuck that man. Like absolutely, that's a we sold you a product with promises and we are not filling those promises. No. That's on Nintendo. I have zero issue with people being like, "What the fuck is this?" Correct. Correct. Uh, that's a great statement. Um, and then they, then they come back and they're like, "Yeah, so your three games, one of them's Bomboozle. I loved Bomboozle when I was known as Kablooey, and uh, I, I think it's a great puzzle game. But I can totally understand why other people are like what and they're like, oh, and Claymates. Like those are some fucking left field things, but you package that with a better game, not together. Yep. All right, and." Uh... The last thing is I, I got a hanker in for Xbox 360 era games, so I started Ooh. playing uh, the Simpsons game, the EA one. Oh, I, oh. that game a is way good. better game. Yeah, a way better game than it should have been. Yeah, and then like you look at that and you go, "Man, it's like I'm going to say it now. That's a better game than uh, um, Hit and Run." It's pretty good. That game is pretty good. And, and like, then I, hit, and run, hit and Run is the driver. Like, yeah, you can get out, but most of it's driving. Like, eh. That Simpsons game is a hell of a lot better than it has any right to be. And the fact that the final boss is a DDR match against God? Mm, chef's kiss. Oh, I forgot about that part. I remember uh, you meet Matt Groening, and he draws um, Bender and Zoidberg to fight you. Yep. It's that game. Um, that game is so good. I, I will write. Will Wright is fucking spectacular playing himself. Yeah, it's, Metal sad, it's Gear sad that you can't you can't play it on current consoles. Metal Gear Soiled Four, <laughs> and it's a picture of Old Snake. There's a Katamari Damacy poster uh, parody. Dude, that game. There's Calamari. so much in that game that's it's just ridiculous. The the you hit an invisible wall. And you get an achievement for it, <laughs> or you don't get achievement, but you get comic book guy coming out and like explaining what an invisible wall. Is. Yeah, he's the tutorial pop-ups, which is awesome. Uh, 
yeah, that game is that game is a hell of a lot better than anybody ever gave it credit for. And um, and from my understanding, so the 360 and the PS3 versions are the same, but I think there's like slight differences with the other versions. I know the portable versions are different. But... Um, yeah, I'm sure those are, but the PS3 360 are the same game. Yep. And and they all had different covers. Uh yeah, I think that's correct. Uh, and then finally, I've started a new playthrough of Lords of Shadow, um, Castlevania. In case two, I confuse anybody, because two two is the only one. That's no, good. not two. <laughs> Nobody wants to play two. No, two is a bad video game. Um, and I am shocked at how well this game holds. If I had one thing to complain about, it would be the static camera. Um, it does have some quirky issues. It's got a little bounce to it that I have to kind of adjust to. Uh, but God. Damn that game! Its story, the voice acting, the locales you go to—you know, the first time Patrick Stewart shows up and you're like, "Oh, it's fucking peace, dude!" This game is so good. I I still don't understand why people give it so much grief. I'm so disgusted with you for being like, "Oh, it's peace, dude." What? You don't appreciate the joke? No. Peace, dude. It's awful. <laughs> and I played a fuck ton of Overwatch because I'm super excited because Overwatch Two is in beta. It didn't take long for people to get mad at that game online, which is always funny to me. If you didn't like the game to begin with, can you just back the fuck off? <laughs> Literally, they're not charging you for anything that they added to that Overwatch 2. So I just... Like people not wanting to hear my rants about the fucking stupid fucking... Insider nonsense. Hey, you know, uh, I don't want to hear about Overwatch. You know what I mean? Like, I get it. <laughs> we all have to vent our feelings sometimes, so I, I'm not going to be like, Ugh! over an Overwatch fandom that doesn't include you, Ken, because you're not you. You know what I mean? Like the hardcore people. The, the hardcore, the, the hardcore Overwatch people. All they do is um, post porno. I don't know if you know. Yeah, that. exactly. But they're far from the worst <laughs> fandoms. So. I don't see them getting into fights online ever. No, I, there's nothing for us to fight about because we haven't had any content in two years. So. That's true, but I mean, like, I don't know. I, I yeah, uh, there's some there's some fandoms out there that need uh You think? I mean, the plastic need, box need. warriors are the number one that I got problems with. I mean, those dudes are weird. Yeah. Yeah, I meant more like the Sonic ones that give uh, Roger Craig Smith a hard time all the time. I see him apologizing constantly on Twitter, and I'm just like, dude, you don't have to Yeah, I think he's apologizing because, like, I don't know. Because people are weird? Because he he gets upset because, like, people criticize him. But, like, I'm going to be honest with you, he's the voice of Sonic the longest now. Mm Mm-hmm. He's, he's a great voice actor too, by the way. He's oh, I mean, like he's he's fucking amazing. Um, but like, uh, I don't know. I always liked his. There's only like one voice I don't like for Sonic, and it's the one that everybody always brings up. Julia White. Yeah. <laughs> How did I and know like, that? And like, and 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 to be clear, like, it's not that. I have an issue with his voice acting. I think he was great. So it's not a good show. I don't want, don't watch it. But Sonic Underground, 
he voiced all of the Sonic siblings. So there's Sonic, there is Sonya, and there is Manic. And he voiced all of them. And fuck, Sonya and Manic are really great, but Sonic always stands out as like just a character that doesn't sound as good as everybody else that's around him. And like these aren't great cartoons, so like who gives a shit? Um but yeah, he's my least favorite. Like I like the one from the OVA that everybody seems to hate. Um, whose name I can never remember because that was the only time he was Sonic, but that's the voice I hear for the original Sonic in my head. And um the guy that played Sonic for Sonic Adventure and Sonic Adventure 2 and I think Heroes. <laughs> um he's a great voice actor too, but I'm just not like you know, like I don't hear a, as big of a difference as everybody else seems to hear. Like yeah, if you put them side by side, but like the character has not been like a static character. <laughs> He's a dynamic one. Um, oh Jesus! Wow, uh, you said my joke was bad. Yeah, yeah I, I fell into that one though. I didn't. Ugh. I didn't try to fucking make a joke. I fell into it. But like the character has aged over time, so it's like, yeah, like I expect like the voice to change a bit, and like Roger Craig or Smith. Uh, uh, Anybody that hates his voice acting should watch Sonic Boom. He's fucking great. He delivers those lines. Like, I don't know if other Sonic voice actors would deliver those lines with the same amount of comedy as Roger does. And then, you know, he's Ezio, which is He was also Batman. He's Batman, yeah. He's Aiden in Dying Light. He's uh, Captain America in Avengers. Yeah. Um, Dude's got range. Avengers Assemble. That was the cartoon. Um, but yeah, like, he's great. Oh, oh, he's Ocean Master and Young Justice. Oh, God, Ocean Master. All right. Anyways, it, it, I like him. Like, you know, the, the Sonic fan base seems to hate him, and I don't, I've never understood why. And it's disappointing because I think he's a great British sure actor. The Sonic I was upset. fan base hates a lot of things because they're weird. Yeah, that's true. I, I And I love the. Um, you know his name, the guy that does the movie Sonic. Ben Schwartz. Oh, Ben Schwartz, yeah. He's fucking great too. Oh, I would so love I for them to wait play to see that second movie. I'm dying and, to see and, it. And and they have a new voice actor for the Netflix series. Yeah, I Sonic saw that Prime. was the apology I saw this weekend was Roger Craig Smith saying, Hey, this guy's really good. You should not be mad because I'm not in it or something. Yeah, and that's the other thing, too. Like, I, I heard a bit of it. Not a lot, because uh, it doesn't say a lot in the trailer. But, like, he sounds like he's going to be a good voice actor, too. And they're probably doing something that's slightly different. And I, I just think it's disappointing that there's no consistency across the board. So kids might be like, that's not Sonic. Um, I don't but, think kids care. Yeah, that's the other part. I don't think kids care. I kids wouldn't don't know. give a shit. See, the, the people complain about voice actors are dudes in their 30s. So There's there's eight chaos emeralds. <laughs> I'll start. All right, let's talk about what's coming out this week. I'm, I'm done talking about what I played, which was not much. Uh, Xbox Series X, PlayStation 5. Uh, Xbox continues to, to make little little strides, but they're getting Danganronpa 2, Goodbye Despair hey. Anniversary Edition. That's uh, also coming to Game Pass, just FYI. So, uh, Another Japanese game. I don't know. I'm, I'm semi-excited for this. Uh, I want to see how it turned out, but you remember... Uh, the guys that made Suikoden was making a new game. That's out this week. Ayuden Chronicle uh, which Rising. One, which, which one is this? Is this the action-adventure or the RPG? I do not know, but the first one is out. The, it's Rising, whichever one that is. Uh, 
yeah, that that first one is out this week. Also on Game Pass, so you can try it out. But um, I'm cautiously optimistic because it's been a long time since Suikoden came out. I'm looking it up. Which one is it? It's an action RPG. I think this is the... Uh, God, I just want to... Okay, so it's the 2D side-scrolling uh, one. Okay. I will oh, definitely play it. I I remember seeing this and being like, that looks fucking amazing. And there's a goddamn kangaroo with an eye patch and a giant sword. Uh, and the third... Go- His name is Guru. That's pretty good. I uh, love it. The third launching game into Game Pass this week is uh, This War of Mine Complete Edition. You want Fuck to be the iPad. Oh, God. That, yeah, I will play as Guru. That's. Yeah. Um. Hey, everybody, do you want to be miserable? This War of Mine. Have yeah. fun. Also on Game Pass, uh, We Were Here Forever, uh, Source of Madness, Infinite Links, and then on Friday, Evil Dead the Game, which. I wish I was excited for that game. Yeah, I don't give a shit. It's a multiplayer one, right? Yeah, and that's yeah, what bothers me. Color me out. Uh, PlayStation 5 is also getting a lot of the same stuff, plus Rage Among the Stars, uh, Salt and Sacrifice, um, which you probably... That's the sequel to Salt and Sanctuary, right? Yes, same developer that did the dishwasher, so you know... Oh, kind of... I forgot they were the dishwasher guys, too. Yep, yep. Uh, unpacking, making its way over to PlayStation. Everybody else seemed to love that game, and I found it extremely stressful. <laughs> oh, well, uh, the Centennial Case, a Shijima Story, and Instant Sports Plus. So, I looked up, uh, We Were Here Forever. I didn't realize, but, like, it's from the We Were Here games. And I know that seems fucking stupid to say in hindsight, so I apologize. But um, they're co-op puzzle games. Hmm. There's We Were Here, We Were Here 2, spelled T-O-O. We Were Here Together, and then We Were Here Forever. Oh, well. Now you can... You should should try this out. The first one's apparently free on Steam. Uh, PlayStation 4 is all of the same stuff. Xbox One, a couple different titles. We're getting Flippin' Cactus... Uh, Infinite Links, Airy, A New Frontier, and Paratopic. Is Paratopic coming into Game Pass? I do not know. Uh, I saw see. the Game Pass, what was it, the, um, let's see, Game Pass May 2022. They just posted that big, uh, the No, it's, it just says pre-order. That game is... Yeah, Citizen Sleeper, Danganronpa, Ayudin Chronicles, Loot River, This War of Mine, Trek to Yomi, and NHL were the May. Okay. That uh, Paratopic is an um, independent game, so maybe you'll end up getting it. it um, enjoy? Question mark? It's weird. It's really? a weird horror game. Uh, Alright, Nintendo Switch... Uh, some of the same stuff. We're also getting Prinny Presents NIS Classics Volume 2. I just, every time I hear, read that, I always get excited. Like, all oh, the Prinny games are coming somewhere else. No. No. No, that's wrong. Uh, Rage Among the Stars, Wolfstride, Attentat 1942, 
uh, Behind Closed Doors, A Developer's Tale, Cloud Gardens, Get a Grip Chip and the Body Bugs. That sounds like a that sounds like a swing band or something. Uh, Japanese Nekosama Escape, The Mountain Cottage, Red, White, Yellow, Stingray, <laughs> Seven Pirates H. Do not Google that game. Just, just. A I'm gonna assume the H stands for hentai. Uh, yeah. uh, Vesper Zero Light Edition, Kitty Memory, and Let's Get Fit. So, there's all your games. Or the Switch. I of course, I of course need to know how bad it was. How bad what was? What do you think? Seven Pirates H? Yeah. Did you Google it? Of course I did. And? I dude, I always Google Is this the one where their boobs grow? Uh, I don't know. I don't remember. I feel like this is some nightmare scenario where this is the one where... I, like, there was a game... I can't, fuck, I can't remember. There was a game where the, like, the boobs grow as they level up or some weird shit. Uh, I think that... Was it Austin Eruption that, that covered it on YouTube? I mean... It's like weird shit. Kind of anything, like, yep. anything from East Asia Soft or this is from Compile Heart. So oh, and then uh, so or uh, sorry, yeah, it's East Asia Soft. You're right. That's publishing it worldwide. Yeah. So basically, these are the oh, games God. that only come to Switch because the PlayStation and Xbox won't allow these games. Seven Pirates follows the story of several female characters as they go on an adventure in search of seven. And then why is it treasures in quotation marks? Well, you know. Uh, the game's cast is exclusively female. No male characters appear in the game. Shocker. All right. There are seven major characters. I guess that gives you the number. Though in similar vein to previous Genkai Toki. I don't know what that is. It's a series or something. I probably will Many monster Google girls that. also appear rendered in 3D. So it must be the series it's part of. Um, is that, oh my god. Like previous Genki, Genkai? Genkai Toki. I think that's how you pronounce it. Uh, there is an emphasis on fan service content, including mm-hmm. the breasts of the characters. Mm-hmm. They, oh, it is! It is! <laughs> this includes a chest growth system. Don't you get it? Pirate chest, you know? You yeah, I got them. it. Uh, yeah. Where the girls' chests grow or shrink when players... Oh, no, it's one of these. They're pinch and poke, grab and poke them using the touchscreen functionality. Oh, how larger breasts result in higher attack power and defense, while smaller busts reward higher speed. Oh my fucking god! I warned you not to Google it, but <clears throat> I wasn't. I, listen, I was like, ah, you know, like, is it gonna be one of those terrible uh, hentai puzzle games? The answer was no. The that answer would, was that would potentially be far worse. Yeah, I was like, oh, you know, whatever. Like. So I'm like, okay, so like, it says it's an RPG. You go, like, image search is just fucking really tame nothingness. Except that one of the characters is attacking something that just it looks like two balls on, like, a fucking slime. So I'm guessing they're supposed to look like boobs, but I, I don't know. I mean, why not? Why not? <sighs> I warned you. Yeah. I don't know, like, this just makes me feel less bad about owning Blue Reflection, you know? I mean, that's kind of tame compared to, I mean, I mean, I Exactly! You you know what I mean, though? Like, I'm like, ah, you know, I own this thing. It's like, I I only, like, wanted to play it because, like, I like the idea of, like, 
they're basically Sailor Moon characters fighting like weird shit from beyond the dimensions where they like the art style drastically changes. I'm like, that's interesting. I want to give that a shot and then just never have. Um, and I'm like, ah, probably get rid of that. And then I see shit like this and I'm like, they used to chat with the the guy at GameStop about the people being uncomfortable buying Sinran Kagura games. I only buy it for the story. (laughs) I'm sure you do. Yeah, that's why you want the big body pillow edition, right? Yeah. (laughs) I only only buy it for the story. Is that the part where you can take one hand off the controller? The one hand controller mode. Mm. There was some game that did that, right? Yes. There absolutely was a game that had a one-handed controller. Just I just can't remember which one it was. Probably way too many of them. There are some games that, that like, that's one of their bullet points. Like, you could play this game with Oh, hand. no. Yeah. I thought it was just, like, I mean, come on, Anthony. Could... After seeing the Tifa statue, are you really shocked at any of this? Oh, I forgot about the Tifa statue <laughs> until you mentioned it. Because I just threw away the joke that I was buying, like, 20. Oh, my God, that statue. Oh, my God. For anybody that doesn't know, Square and whatever company is making that piece of shit. Um, it's a pose from Guilty Gear. It's the, yeah, it's the Jack-O pose. Yeah. But it's Tifa. And Tifa notoriously wears a very short skirt. Yeah, so use your imagination, which I'm sure you already have. I don't know. I can't say that all of the listeners are doing that. No, 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 no. Obviously not. But but even if you're not thinking of it in that... Use your imagination. It's that bad, correct? It's, it is that bad. It's so bad um, that they don't show the back of the statue. They can't. They can't show you the back of the statue. Yes. Oh, God. Like... And it's, what, $500? $544. Where the fuck are you? I'm just... I'm, it's a legitimate question, and I'm not posing it to you. I'm posing it to anybody that actually knows. Where the fuck do you put something like that? I mean, front like, Where can you put that? Yeah, on the dinner table. <laughs> yeah, it's a dinner piece. What are you talking about? Like, what the fuck, man? Like, like where do you... <laughs> it's almost... Like, I, already, I already question a lot of statues. Like, I'm not trying to be an asshole, but if, like, just like, damn, that's a lot of space. But this one... Like, look, uh, the first four figures are expensive, right? But it's like, they are some of the best reproductions of characters around. And I'm never like, I'm always like, man, that's a lot of money for something that just kind of sits there. But at the same time, I go, I get it. Like, if you're a big enough fan, like, no one's probably going around buying all the first four figures. They're just buying the ones they want. And, like, I, I get it to some extent. But I'm like, damn, that's still a lot of space. This is a very specific niche where I go, fucking what do you do with that? Dude, I, I'm, I'm all for you. Who your... can't invite people over? <laughs> I totally could, and I would do maybe, it as a joke. Though, maybe, <laughs> yeah, well, me too, but like, I wouldn't buy it in the first place. The joke's not... If I was yeah. rich, I would buy it, put it on the dinner table, and invite <laughs> some people over, and just and be like, "Yeah." Which which angle is facing the 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 guest? Exactly, it wouldn't be facing me towards my seat. The back the back of the statue would be facing towards somebody else at the dinner table, and I would literally not even say anything about it. Just to just you don't acknowledge it. If they ask about it, you're like, "I don't know what you're." What, 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 is there the something? Issue? Is there something wrong, or what, what's going on? What's the problem? Yeah. All right. I, yeah. All right. I see that one. Um. I just like man. What the fuck do you... That's such a weird one. And and I'm just going to say this now. 
not that I think it's in the news because we talked about it. This is why Square Enix always said like their Western stuff was a failure. Yeah, we'll like, talk about I know that. that's, okay, so yeah, I'll we, say that. We got some news on that. We'll talk about that. That'd be you, fun. We're going into news, right? Yes, we are going into. Can we talk about that one first, then. So okay. So uh, I just want to. I just want to kind of say because I want to finish my point because I'll inevitably forget it. Um, because I have the memory of a goldfish. Uh, this is the issue that they've had with their Western stuff. They can't market it, and I still don't understand why they bought the Marvel license because they weren't going to be allowed to market it. So like. Final Fantasy VII sold a lot, yes. Um, but the reason why they would do a remake for it, because it's going to cost a lot of money, is that it's more merchandise they can sell. Mm-hmm. That has been a consistent thing since Final Fantasy VII came out. That's the reason why like, they leaned into Nomura, because at the end of the day, as much as I don't like him, Nomura's designs sell merchandise. Whether it be toys or like clothes... It's very or odd, zippers, but like, you know. or zippers, but like, you know, Cloud wears a necklace, we can sell that necklace, and they do, and they sell it for a good amount of money, it probably costs them nowhere near that amount to make it. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the, nobody's gonna be buying expensive play arts Kai figures of Squall. You know what I mean? Like, the, <laughs> the audience is very low for that, like, there will be some people, but like, it's going to be very low for that but oh we can definitely do cloud we can definitely do um final fantasy 15 because like they're very nomura ass nomura designs like squall is on the more boring end of nomura's stuff um so it's like yeah like they uh, they did that shit with fucking the girl from uh Lightning, Lightning from thirteen. Like they made her a fashion model somehow. Like she was in commercials in Japan. <clears throat> so like when they go and they look at their their and they tried it with Deus Ex and it failed. They they did do some Deus Ex clothing. Well, if you um, remember back in the day, they they did that for Tomb Raider when it was Crystal Dynamic or not Crystal Dynamic, but uh, Idos and. Um... What's the name of the studio? But this was before this was before Square bought them. This was before Crystal Dynamics took it over as well. It was core design back then. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, like, don't get me wrong. It's been tried, and like sometimes it's a. But like, that's where a lot of money for Square Enix comes from is their merchandise because they own the Play Kai, Play Arts Kai. I don't know or Play Kai Arts. I don't fucking know I what don't know. order it's in. But like all those really expensive like posable figures, Square owns that. Like so, it. it that's not you we they're not going to make that same money off of western stuff and they're not going to be able to do it with a less sexualized version of Lara Croft. Yeah, that was I Which think their is. problem with the with Crystal Dynamics Tomb Raider is that they changed her and Square wasn't able to sexualize it. So and like I'm not trying to be um an asshole about it like whatever, but like that is a big portion of Square's marketing was like if they could sell you a Hitman suit they would have but it's just a suit with a red tie so it's not going to work um you know they tried it with Deus Ex like Deus the original Deus Ex was just like leather trench coats that takes place after Deus Ex Human Revolution and all that stuff and like look at how they're dressed in Human Revolution that's because they want to sell you 
his jacket. <laughs> like, it didn't work out for them, and they tried again and it didn't work out for them. Like, they, they, Square makes a lot of their money off of other shit. So, like, it's, it's always this, like, what can we fucking sell you? Like, Nier? Fucking books, uh, CDs, a live fucking musical thing that they did in Japan. Um, which still is fucking weird, but okay. Um, and they can't do that with any of their Western stuff. Any of it. They just, they can't. Like, they'll do a movie, I guess, but like, the Tomb Raider movie didn't set the world on fire. I heard it was good, too. It is. It's a good movie. But it's just, it's not, it wasn't. It didn't have a ton of star power behind it, too. Like, I don't know who Alicia Vikander is other than Lara Croft. So, it just... That's a thing that kind of, like, the, the stupid Tifa statue kind of had me going, like, yeah, they couldn't do this with any of their, their Western stuff. They can't sell you it the same way they can sell you shit from 20 fucking years ago. <laughs> so, yeah, they can't sell you a plush... There's nothing to make a plush out of in any of these games. Like, you can't make plush Moogles... Uh, from anything from uh, Tomb Raider, right? Like, just it isn't there. So, well, let's talk about what what this is. There's a couple parts to the story. So, <clears throat> the first thing this happened overnight. I think on Tuesday, uh, we all kind of woke up to the fact that Embracer Group had purchased all of Square Enix's Western studios, uh, which included um, IDOS Montreal, Crystal Dynamics, and Square Enix Montreal, as well as the IPs for Tomb Raider. Deus Ex, Legacy of Kane, uh, basically oh. all Gex was mentioned in the filing. So like yep. all of that stuff went over to Embracer Group, which for the first time in a long time, I actually have hope that we'll see Gex and Legacy of Kane again. Maybe I, I'm gonna say right now, they will fucking try anything, which is maybe it means you get another Gex. Like, remember, they put out the Blob and the Blob 2. Dude, if they just re-release Gex 1, <laughs> 2, and 3 in a collection, I'd be happy. Um, but the big story about this was that they did it for $300 million. Which is um, nothing. Uh, did they buy it for less than Square bought it? Oh yeah, 100%. And according to the report, Square sold it to, quote-unquote, invest in NFTs and blockchain. Telling you right now, though, like, this is, again, it goes back to the my, my thing I just said. I forgot about the fucking NFT shit. Oh, my God. It's not selling. It's The market's crashing for it. The market crashed 92% over the last month. That's because at some point when people are just selling to each other, there's no one else to sell it to. So I will tell you what I think this really is. I think this is Square getting rid of any ties they have to Western development because they're looking to be acquired by Sony of of Japan. Yeah, but they kept. They didn't keep like any the Western. Outriders, they kept the Outriders. They stuff. they kept the publishing, but they don't own the studios. Mm, got it. Okay. So there's a big difference there. Like they're still going to publish Just Cause. They're still publishing Outriders. That's but they right. Don't yeah, own Just the Cause. Studios. I see. So, but they still own the IPs. I don't know if they own the IP. I'm pretty sure they own the IP. They may or may not, but they could sell those back to That's the... That's true. Yeah, so this looks like them trying to shed off anything that would... And we'll talk about this later. If Square is only Japan-focused like and like they have no ties into the Western area, Sony could buy them 
without getting any involvement from, say, like the FTC. Mm, I see. Yeah, so that's why I think maybe... Because Square is like, you know what? <laughs> We're not doing too well. And, and And what's funny is, like, with these studios gone, like, who do they blame for their bad performance now? Because I don't know if you saw that tweet I put out. Um, Babylon's Fall had one active user. Yeah, so that's that's. And you know what? Square bad. put out a statement about to, that, don't, right? We don't need. You can tell me that in a moment. We don't need to further that. Part of that comes from the way Steam's stuff resets. Because it's we're using an external client to see how many active players and stuff there is, and I think Steam's resets weekly. So if you catch it at the right time, it says one. That's still not good, but I'm just saying like that. That there is a there is a somebody went into an explanation of that because I saw that as well, and somebody's comment was like, I'm "Like they're like it's bad. We don't have to pretend it's this bad. Like it's bad, but we don't have to make it sound worse." Um, you would get that on some games just because I already said at the right time, and if you catch it at the right moment, it says one. Sure, but so. like last week, it was like a hundred. Oh, it's definitely decreasing. Don't get me wrong. It's I'm not ba- no, it's saying. it's bad. But the thing that Square, the thing that like really rubbed me the wrong way was if you remember, every Western game, Square will make a statement like this game underperformed, this game did this, you know, this is crap. When this game was having its problems, their statement was, don't worry, we're still making Season 2 of DLC. Yeah. And I'm just well, like... But, 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 but part of that is... So, <laughs> part of that is because they'll sell you... Again, watch um, another recommendation for Austin Eruption on YouTube. Uh, he played that game and platinumed it. <laughs> platinumed. Platinum. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that, that, again, not a, not an intentional one. Fell into it. But he, like, he got like all of it the trophies or whatever. Dude, I played through the tutorial and I was like, this is, this is bad. So, yeah, well, he did it for Balan's, Balan Wonderworld and he was like, I guess I'm doing it for this too. Um, and he's a big Platinum fan and his thing was like, yeah, like they had a big Nier event. It didn't really do anything other than that they'll sell you the costumes for $20 a piece. Of course. And I'm pretty sure when I say $20 a piece, I mean... $20 for each piece of the costume. I could have read that wrong. Oh, that's a little rough. So, like... And a lot of it's reused assets from Final Fantasy fourteen, Like, the armor. <laughs> like, it's straight up the same armor models. Yeah, that's pretty funny. So... So... It, it, it's this... It's not bad. It's not a complete failure if we can market it. I mean, like, I don't know. Sell something off it. of it. Nobody, but I'm just saying. Like, it's like, is there something to sell off of this? Potentially, fuck it. Can we sell them near skins? Even though, like, fucking why? Why is there a near crossover? Fuck you. It's popular. It's, so fuck you. That's why. Uh, so. How would you feel if Sony bought Square? I don't care. I, at this point, I just don't give a shit. I, 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 uh, you know, my like Final Fantasy VII remake never even popped it in. I bought it, didn't even pop it in. I you know, the funny it. thing about that is, is how many times have I complained on Twitter like 
the Final Fantasy VII Remake never made it to Xbox, and I had so many people be like, oh, it's coming, it's coming. It's, yeah. Dude, it's been over two years. Yeah. It's never coming. Yeah, and so it's, so it's fucking Metro Prime Trilogy and Mother 3. Get the fuck out of here. Final Fantasy fourteen for Xbox? That's never coming. Yeah. So, so I, I'm going to be honest with you, I was burned when they fucking let uh, Tabata leave or fired him or whatever. Um, because he was the uh, director of Final Fantasy fifteen, And I loved Final Fantasy fifteen, Loved it. Uh, I realize it's not everybody's cup of tea. Totally understand. Um, and, you know, he had a bunch of shit planned for it. Like, here's a guy who was given scraps to a game that wasn't finished by it. Nomura, and Nomura still is salty about that because somehow it's everybody else's fault but his own. And, um, Ben couldn't fucking get to Kingdom Hearts 3, and he was upset that he couldn't fucking do a spin-off of Final Fantasy 13 five years after the fact, or whatever the shit it was. Anyways, so he built it from scraps, and, uh, he's doing all this content, and they're like, yeah, the Arden one's gonna be the last one. He left. And so, whether it was firing or disagreements that he left, like, it was a shame because, like, he would come through and finish his stuff. Like, when they split off the two, um, spinoffs, uh, for 13, which was, um, uh, Type Zero and Versus, he finished his. He finished his. He finished Type Zero. And then, took the fucking scraps from the other game and finished that too. So, uh, you know, I I was irritated then and they kind of lost me when they were just like, and all the stuff that was planned for Final Fantasy 15 we're not doing. And it's like, okay, well, the director's gone, but like, have someone else step in and like, they were just like, no. No, but don't worry. Um, the Final Fantasy 15 weird um, fucking mobile game that had almost nothing to do with the main game. Do oh, you remember that? Pocket something? No. It was... Um, well, there's Pocket Edition, which is just a remake of Final Fantasy XV from like a top-down angle. Yeah, it was like a mobile game. Um, oh my god. I have to, I, I'm sorry, I have to look it up. Final Fantasy the thing, the thing that kills me about Square Enix is like they, they're, they're such a bad... Like it feels like they're just so badly managed. And then, like, I know that, you know, Xbox fans are like, well, if Square Enix goes strictly to Sony, nothing changes here. Like, we haven't got shit and couldn't tell you how long. But my question is, what about the Switch? Because Square's so, doing a bunch of stuff on Switch. So here it is. Final Fantasy XV, A New Empire. I don't even remember a that game. premium, massively multiplayer online strategy game directed, developed by Epic Action and published by MZ. The game is based on the 2016 action role-playing game Final Fantasy XV and features its characters and soundtrack. The game's marketing campaign featured American model Alexis Wren. I don't know who that is. I don't know who that is. As of January 2019, the game received more than 51 million downloads and has grossed more than $518 million. I mean, that's not a lot. Like... Over that span of time, right? It's not a lot, but, like, they also didn't write music for it. They didn't fucking make characters for it. It was just, hey, here's a game. Like, and if you look at the game, it looks fucking, like, um, 
another game that the same studio made. Like it's identical. Just asset asset flipping, yeah. Basically. So like it was just like it was this like oh we're done with it. But that game is still up and running. Of course. Because like make money off of it. So they didn't finish Final Fantasy fifteen, like they've said they were going to. But the fucking weird nothing to do with the game mobile fucking tie in is still around. Ah fucking So yeah, they kinda lost they kinda lost me there and like look, I'm like I like their, I like, you know, I'll be in for next Tomb Raider when they owned it and all that stuff. But like, I didn't really care about their fucking Japanese exports because like Kingdom Hearts, I only owned the third one because it was cheap and I was like, fuck it. I'll eventually, I'll I mean, we joked about, we joked about Final Fantasy VII Remake so much. And here we are two years later. We ain't even seen part two. It's not. Nomura's doing fucking Final Fantasy, uh, or not Final Fantasy, he's doing Kingdom Hearts 4. And he had some, I know he's not supposed to be director on the, the second part of it, but he was, he wasn't supposed to be the director on the first part of it, and ended up the director of it. Like, wow, that company Part is... of it, as much as, as much as I give him shit, like, part of it is the fact that his fucking higher ups suck. Like, they just keep putting the guy on stuff. Like, let him fucking do something fully. Like, let him, because, like, I can't even fully blame him for the fact that, like, Kingdom Hearts 3 took way too fucking long. Uh, it, because I don't know what the fuck else they made him do. And the, it, I, I don't like Square Enix. I don't. I, I like the stuff they publish, but for the most part, like, whatever their company is, I, I don't like it. Yeah, I, it's it's weird. I don't know what's going to happen with Square Enix. I, it's... Like, the last game they put on Switch was Chocobo GP. They have that Live Alive coming, which I know a lot of people are excited for. Would that be their swan song off of that system? <laughs> also, how in the hell are the Pixel remasters not on consoles at this point? Because they're incompetent? I mean, that's the only explanation for it, right? <laughs> that's like, like, if you put those on Switch, you would make a fuck ton of money. Yeah. I, I just... I don't know. I, I don't... I, I like the way that company works. I've made it very clear at this point. You know, I just think it's a mess. Man, I remember when Square Enix, or sorry, Squaresoft was king was a in the PS1 steal days. steal of quality. Yeah. Brave Fencer Musashi, like just... Bushido Blade, Parasite Eve, Final Fantasy VII, like, oh man. No, fuck. Speaking of, speaking of, um, uh, Nomura, fucking third birthday, everybody. Oh yeah, the PSP. You're game. welcome. Yeah, <laughs> that's uh, that's it got him written all over it. Ugh, Parasite Eve was so good until the third birthday. <laughs> Thankfully, it doesn't have the Parasite Eve title on it, so we can nope. just ignore it. Yep. Even though Ayabre is in it, it's still. Well, I'm pretty sure, like the way Sorry. those fucking books work, I'm pretty sure Ayabrea is their own creation. But Parasite Eve is not. So they, can use, they can use her, but they can't use the name Parasite Eve. Dude, I watched they it. Made, I've seen uh, the movie. Have you ever seen the movie? The Japanese Yeah, movie? the Japanese Parasite but Eve movie. Based, that's based off the book, right? Yeah, which is no, like I've nothing not like it. the game. No, because the book is like... I thought it takes place in New York. No, this takes place in New York. Right, yeah, it takes place in Japan. Yeah. 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 Um, I dug yeah, out the movie. Isn't it more like a body? Isn't it more day. like a body horror type thing? Or? No, no, no. It's more like a, a romantic drama. The movie. 
Oh, if I'm remembering Fuck, correctly, I remember. No, that sounds right. I remember seeing bits and pieces in a, like a review talking about how it was different, but I, I've never seen it, and I've never looked too far into it because it was just like, yeah, I don't really. Here we go. I got the, the mitochondria being like this weird, like all of a sudden sentient being. I'm like, that's not how this works. So yeah, this was in 1997, directed by Masayuki Ochi. Uh, I can't say that. Um, I understand. I based, couldn't say an English word earlier today, so... <laughs> based on the 95 novel, uh, the wife is left brain dead after a tragic accident on their first wedding anniversary. Uh, he makes a deal with the doctor to harvest the kidneys for transplant into the younger girl. While Nagashima experiments with the organ, the doctor finds one of the night samples have emerged as a gelatinous form in, in, <laughs> in the form of his dead wife. All right, whatever. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah, I remember digging that movie out back in the day. Like, I think I ordered it off of a website. <laughs> I can imagine it being like, I love the game. I can't wait to see the movie and just watch the movie. What the fuck is going on? Oh, you can watch it on YouTube. It's two hours and one minute. Jesus, that's long. Yeah. For that. It's long for that, you, you know? You can buy it on Amazon on DVD for $21.97. I'm good. So, there you go. Alright, let's move away from Square Enix, because that's what we should all do. Um, we got some yeah. wrestling news. I was hoping Wombat would be on the show, but they showed off the AEW game. Did you see the footage? No, but it's developed by Ukes. Um, mm. it, it looks a little rough. I hope it plays good. <laughs> yeah, but Ukes is not known for, like, sure. polish. Sure, I, I just but, hope I mean, it's fine. It couldn't be worse. It couldn't be worse than WWE. You know what I mean? Like, uh, at I this mean, point. that new one's not bad. I'm gonna, not gonna lie. It's all right. Um, speaking of WWE, they are apparently making an RPG. All right. Is I, that because there was another RPG that's taking like that has the rights to um, Randy Savage? I don't, I don't know. Because there's um, like an indie RPG that has like, I think got the rights from the Popovich family to put Macho Man in uh, the game. How, how did that fighting game made by NetherRealm never make it to consoles? That's what I want to know. The uh, digitized sprites one? No, no, no. The, uh, the WWE one. Did you not know? Yeah, that but it wasn't it, wasn't it digitized sprites too? Oh... Uh... I thought it was. Game Nether Realm. WWE Immortals. Uh, I don't know if we're talking. WWE Immortals? Immortals was essentially like a Mortal Kombat style game with WWE characters. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah. Um, 2015. Man, I did not know this was a game. Yes. How did this not make it to consoles? Like, I'd have played this. Are they superheroes? Yeah, kinda. Yeah, because that's Lesnar. Macho Man's in it. Dude, it's just fucking... Okay, hold on. It's Mortal Kombat. This is just injustice. This yeah. is just... No, it's not even Mortal Kombat. It's injustice. You got fucking Blue Rock. You have Angry Lesnar. Looks like Doomsday, sort of. And then you have Superman John Cena. Yeah, why would you not? Why? Well, why would you not put this out on consoles? I would play that. 
Seth Rollins was a ninja. I don't know, man. All right. Oh, that was a big ass roster. Holy shit. Yeah, right? Uh, speaking of fighting games. It was games, a mobile phone game. Yeah, it was a phone game, but they could have put some they mechanics behind uh, it. And... But that's probably the reason why they even had the right. It was like, yeah, make that fucking. Oh, fucking Kane looks so goddamn cool. No. Why didn't they not put this out? Makes you wonder. Oh, Macho right? Man Randy Savage is a king. Yeah, well, of course he is. He's the Macho King. Yeah, just. Uh... Man, it's you realize that this year is the this year is the 30th anniversary of Mortal Kombat. Like, what are we doing? Where um, where is Mortal Kombat? Warner Brothers is having a meltdown. Yeah, so. like, man. I really I'm waiting for the happen. day that Discovery says no more comic books. Man, I'm so or like I'm so concerned. On the comic books. I'm so concerned that like either Sony or Microsoft is going to buy NetherRealm and then make those games platform agnostic, and I'm just like, no, Mortal Kombat needs to be everywhere. Don't do it. Uh, speaking of fighting games, Nickelodeon All Platform All-Star... agnostic, be you. Sorry, did I uh, use the wrong phrase? I probably uh, did. Uh, yeah, I, I'm. It's only I've on one that... console. Yeah. Okay. All right. Sure. Yeah, I got the point. I just was like one of those things where it's like, I'm like platform agnostic. Wouldn't that mean like you're on everything? I don't know. Don't ask me. I don't that. know. I, I, don't know I didn't go to college. Words with today. Like, there's only two of us. <laughs> we we're falling um, apart here. We're both aging audibly on this fucking podcast. This this podcast Using is like minds. the island from old. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking yeah, of, we're just we're just we, we have the worst opinions. Everybody listening knows that. Like, we, why why are you here? You can ask. Like, you should have turned this off. Fucking an hour and a half ago, approximately. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm glad you stuck around. Cool, but, like, nothing of value is going to be said here. I'm not going to fucking blow the doors open on anything. Neither is Ken. I'm about to blow the doors open. Uh, Speaking of fighting games, Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl is getting a character announced on the 13th. Oh, shit. Okay, maybe Ken is. Uh, That's right. So who's who's your guesses? Who's your guesses? I don't give a shit, Ken. Oh, okay. Um, Hold on, let me just uh, check. Yep. The last character was Garfield. Yeah, exactly. Why I don't give a shit. Uh, here, here, here. I have a character. <clears throat> Any character, literally, just add character to the video game because right now it's just has zero, none. It's got powder toast, man. Add, add voice acting. Don't well, that, give a shit. It, it, That's what I'm saying. Like, there's no character to this game, so adding another character means nothing. Like, oh, you can play another person, okay? But like, am I really playing them? Because they. The same with the driving, cart uh, racing. Like fucking add voices. You have the, like what? What? I want to stop I wanna trying add... to make the cheapest game possible and just make it because the cart racing two was pretty good. Oh, it was extremely good. Yeah, but like voice acting would have made that game like I think I gave it a seven. Like it would have bumped it to an eight. All Star like, oh, would yeah. be a lot better with voice acting for sure. Yeah. Um. The the Keeley Summer Game Fest has officially has an official opening showcase on June 9th, which is three days before the Xbox showcase. 
So now we have our E3 dates. You know, I was thinking about this this week. Uh, also, news about the Xbox Showcase. According to reports, it's about 90 minutes with people still slotting stuff in. Uh, also, according to another rumor, every studio that works under Xbox Game Studios now has submitted something for this show. So, just there. Uh, I, I... I was thinking about this this week. And I was like, I was just you thinking know, more of like the intro is just him bringing out like somebody in an E3 costume and shooting them in the head. Oh wow! Yeah. And the corpse just the cor the, the the fake corpse just sits on stage for the rest of the show. I was thinking about that this week of like, so we have our we basically have our E3 time frame starting on June 9th. It doesn't feel the same. That it hasn't felt the same for years. I'm gonna be honest with you. True, like, but it, it feels even it's not less feel the, the same, same without the moniker. But it feels not the same by not having Sony and Microsoft doing something side by side. It doesn't feel the same when Bethesda is not its own conference. Like uh, Ubisoft, I mean, U- Ubisoft. <laughs> Honestly, Ubisoft, Ubisoft has not felt the same since they dropped uh, Aisha Tyler. And I realize like she wasn't everybody's cup of tea, but like. Yves Gumal. Yves Gumal. Yves fucking place. I do not like you. The only time I liked him was when they're like, oh, we're trying to fight off and like, uh, he, um, overtake from Vivendi, which still is correct because Vivendi has like bought companies and then just dropped them. So fuck themselves. They can fuck themselves. But like, um, no, like, I don't want him on stage. Like, but, like, he's part of the problem. I don't want to see him. Just have your... Do- and then they have... Oh, they had their cringeworthy, like... We're announcing the next game! Woo! Trials Blood Dragon. Okay. Splinter Cell's never happening, like, so stop it. Yeah, like, it's just... I don't know. Like, their biggest announcement can be done at a Nintendo conference, and that should speak volumes. Oh, that's fair. So, like, what are you going to do to surprise me? Another Assassin's Creed? <gasps> no fucking way. <laughs> really? I couldn't imagine that happening. Then, after that long run of no Assassin's Creed. I think I think um, Ubisoft's next uh, announcement is, more a, is, Rainbow another, Six? is another Battle Royale that we're going to drop after two oh, weeks. Fucking, yeah. Uh, Division 3... More Tom Clancy stuff that isn't Splinter Cell. No, really? I can't believe this. This is such a surprise. Like, what are they going to provide that's surprising at all? Remember that Avatar game? <laughs> They're making an hey, Avatar G- game. Add Jim Cameron. Get fuck fucked. your own face. <laughs> yeah, get fucked. <laughs> I, I just... Enough with Avatar. It's nobody's favorite movie. I've never met somebody and gone th- them go. You remember Avatar? That was so fucking good. You like, mean Fergie? No I'm, I'm not even going to go that far. Like I'm not even going to talk about the the almost blatant plagiarism and everything that that movie has. Um, it's just not that great of a film. It, it, technology. It, it's like um, it's like when they like bring a game to showcase the. Like, um, like, oh, this is just a showcase for the hardware, right? Most of the time, that thing is not 
that exciting. Like, it's like, this is a cool demo. Like, I think the only one that comes to mind is, like, Astrobot, where people love Astrobot. Um, because, you know, they, they had that built in on the PlayStation 5. That's what Avatar is. And I'm just, like, them doubling down into making a game. I don't care to explore this fucking universe. It's boring. It's boring, and it's, yes, I get it. Industrialism's bad. Thanks. It's deep, I, man. You don't know. Like, that one of the most shallow fucking statements. Like, ugh. Like, you know, when Hayes... When Hayes has more of a political statement than your movie that's supposed to be a political statement, there's a fucking problem. And I only bring up Hayes because it's from the same developer that's making the Avatar games. Awesome. Alright. Uh, yeah, gotta... nothing they're... Anyways, what I'm saying is they're no, nothing they're going to show is, is going to be exciting because they stopped being exciting a couple of years ago when they were like, here's South Park. Oh, awesome. You know, they had... Matt and Trey on stage talking like that was exciting, and then they were just like, "And fuck it, now we're resting on our laurels, and it's all going to be the same shit." And like Mario is going to be the most exciting thing, but you're not going to get the same surprise out of that again. Um, yeah, like E3 is kind of dead because a nothing's a secret anymore, to some extent, and b it, it was the juxtaposition of everything, and when we spread it out, it's just not the same thing where we put mash them all together it's not exciting like being able to be like oh man i can't wait for the bethesda conference after whoever earlier in the day i'm like that was exciting even though i'm sure if you were there it sounds like a fucking nightmare oh it absolutely is a fucking nightmare if you're there but sitting at home with my snacks and my youtube stream awesome i just don't i just don't feel it this year we'll see uh, Alright, a couple more stories. FTC is looking into the Sony Bungie acquisition. Nothing shocking there. That was pretty par for the course. They should... They, it should be done anyways. So it's like... Um, it's the same with as much as it's annoying. As much as it's annoying to see um, New York City take... Is that your next one? No, I don't have that one. I don't really do much of that. So, but yeah, New York so City New York, is suing, New Bobby suing Bobby Kotick because they're saying like the... Very clear attempt to sell it off to Microsoft to remove him of the wrongdoing, essentially. Um, and I mean, that's probably what was going on. Um, they're suing him for that, but it's like, yeah, that's the job for the FTC to be doing, anyways. Yeah, they're going to do it. So, like, both of these they, deals they should will be go doing through. any of those big companies. Like, it should not be a try to win over the FTC by saying, like, no, it's fine. FTC should probably investigate, it anyways, because, like, yeah, you don't want you don't want everything in in like couple of hands. That's uh, a duopoly is as bad as a monopoly or oligopoly, whatever. I don't know. So. I don't even with Activision, Microsoft is still like third place. So yeah, it's it's this deal will go through. Microsoft will own the Activision IP. The only thing for gamers it means is that the studios will be a little bit free. The working conditions should improve, and maybe we get all those games in Game Pass. It's hey, I'm just waiting for the stuff Microsoft has already promised. Like what? You what know? they promised they didn't deliver to you? Uh, I'm. Oh no! Like we've bought all these studios and they're building things. Oh no! Cool. I know. Yeah. Hopefully, like what? some fucking video you know, like, games. Just wait for it. I'm like, that's not a fucking statement. Like, what are they doing? I want to see what they're doing. The only games we've got just so wait. far were Psychonauts 2, which okay, that was a good video game. 
Yeah, but I mean, Psychonauts 2 was... It was in development beforehand. Bleeding Edge. Remember that game? You know, uh, I love I love my Xbox. I do. It's my uh, preferred console. Bleeding but... Edge. Fucking... And, uh, Bleeding Ugh. Edge is the 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 poster child of. I get it. You want to follow trends. Don't. Don't do it. Don't be stupid. Just, whatever the fucking um, Michael Jordan video. You know the one I'm talking about, where he's like, "Don't do it. Don't be Stop. stupid. Stop. Yeah. Get some help. Get some help. That's what it. The last three stories I have are Microsoft. They're all related. Um, God. Microsoft teamed up with Epic to basically say, fuck you, Apple, and allow players who have a phone <laughs> to play Fortnite streaming even without a subscription. Now, as also- much as I, as much as I'm like not a fan of Epic, I do like the fact that they have poking holes in fucking Apple's nonsense. Yep. So anybody can play Fortnite on their phone now through uh, Xbox Game Pass without a subscription to anything. It's entirely free. Now, this also led to um, the rumor floating around that Microsoft is, this is kind of their initiative for the next 12 months. The next thing they're going to be doing is releasing a streaming device as well as an, an app for Samsung smart TVs to allow gameplay over your TV without a console. That will be available in the next 12 months. Not ex- not not surprised. And finally, I, I figured something like that would happen. I just didn't didn't know yeah, when. It's coming. Finally, this this Fortnite thing basically broke Xbox Live over the weekend. Oh God, yeah. I didn't have any issues, but I also wasn't spending a lot of time on them. Uh, so I bumped into it a little bit, like, whenever I would try to launch a game, it would tell me, you know, like, hey, the person that owns this needs to be signed in. Now, to be fair, my Series X is not my home console, because I, I game share in the house. So the Series S was working fine. My son was playing my games on the Series S, because that is the home console. Um, now, on my Series X, I was not able to boot most things. Um to play, so God forbid I had to go do something else for the weekend. But this did bring up the conversation, and I tweeted about this, and I saw people talking about this online. I agree that this is a bad look. Two days not being able to play your games, their DRM is terrible. It absolutely yeah. is. It needs to be fixed. Um. So just in, I realize it's not the same, but like, I pay for my YouTube. I know I'm a psychopath. I understand. Um, they're smart enough to be like, hey, if you download a uh, video to your phone, you only have to validate it once a week. Yeah, that's a really good idea because, like, maybe I want to watch a video while I'm uh, on vacation. I don't take those, but, you know, some people do. Um, and, uh... You know, I'm I'm not gonna I'm gonna be without internet for a week. Well, it's going to allow me to watch that for the week after it's last validated, and it validates every time I'm on the internet. So the, it takes it from the last moment I'm connected to the internet to validate it, and and that's how it should work with the Xbox. Like, yeah, I get it. It's shitty if you haven't turned it on the week, but if it worked in the background like it's fucking supposed to, which it doesn't, when it's in like sleep mode or whatever. Because the updates don't fucking work, um, which is a different problem altogether. But it annoys me. Um, 
you know, we wouldn't be in this issue when it goes down for a day or two. Yeah, no, I agree. And and some of it is Xbox, some of it is third parties. Um, It's all bad. But my biggest issue is that it's not the end of the world. Shit does go down, you know, and I, and I know it's the perfect opportunity for people who be like, oh, bless the digital future. You know what? If you don't want to do it, don't do it. But, but the, the, I think the issue is it's not a fucking choice. Well, I mean, it is a choice for some people. They could buy a different console. No, I mean, but, but it's not just them. Like, you know what I mean? So, mm. I don't think it's a choice of the consumer. It's a choice of the, the companies not giving you a choice regardless. And I oh, think that's sure. like the issue they're making. Sure, I understand that part of it. That's That's perfectly fine. I just... I don't know. Most of this stuff doesn't really bother me because I'm like, I'm not overly concerned with things going away anytime soon. And truthfully, by the time this stuff goes away, it'll be so easy to <laughs> find somewhere else that I'm not. <laughs> to be fair, the most of the shit I'm not going to play. I'm not going to play it once, let alone twice. I guess I'm just not. I'm not a hoarder. <laughs> it's what I'm saying. I don't care if my shit is gone. Like, I have shit that I can't use now <laughs> because it's either old or just gone. You were the guy that just was going back through his Xbox 360 shit sure. to find purchases. Sure. So you can't even be like, no, that's not me. It is you. But I, but I wouldn't be mad, like, if it wasn't there. I just did it because I could. That's the difference. Like, I'm not... If something's gone, it's gone. I, I don't care. Like, I'm, like, disappointed, but I'm not like, oh, this, like, get online and complain about it for two hours. I just move on and do something else, you know? I guess that's where the, that's where I differentiate is, like, yes, I do like to go back and play old things. If I can't, I don't get angry. Like, I gripe at least once a week about the fact that I can't stream Who Am I? <laughs> I don't know what you're referring to with that. Jackie Chan movie, Who Am I? You can't oh, stream oh, okay, it anywhere. The only way right. I can watch it is to like dig out my DVD collection and, and watch it. And that frustrates me. Because it's a license issue. But you know, Yeah, are... but not being able to stream it and being forced to have it like so, so imagine you you plug your DVD in and it's like, no no, we have to validate this online. Well, like that defeats the fucking point of this. And more importantly, like really? Like, now you have to validate it? Why couldn't you just validate it once and be like, you're good? I mean, sure. That's the issue. That's the issue we have now. It's like, oh, I bought a thing, and it's like it needs to connect to something that doesn't have anything to actually do other than just be like, good job, checked. And all it needs is to have a line of code sent to the fucking Xbox and be like, yeah, this is always good to go. I mean, sure. I understand the complaints, but at the same time, if I plug that DVD in and it didn't work, I, like, wouldn't be mad. You know. I, I I bet you fucking would, because if you hadn't have an, any other way to watch that movie, you'd be like, well, I want to watch this movie, and I can't, because you're saying I can't watch it, because it won't connect. Like, that's not, none of this is my issue on my end. It's all somebody else's fault, and not mine, and you're saying, I can't watch the thing, because you can't get your shit together? Yeah, no, I think you'd be upset, Ken. You're talking from a point where you are not upset, and I'm saying, like, I've been in the scenario where it's like, yeah, I can't play this, can't connect online. 
Cool. Thanks. Hey, I would. That's not, legitimately, my internet's not down. Legitimately, I was unhappy Friday night because uh, it's season thirty-four of Overwatch competitive, and I couldn't play. Mm. But I just went and watched TV instead. I didn't get mad. I don't. I'm not going to invalidate the feeling of getting mad about a purchase being locked off because. Again, some company somewhere just needs to interject themselves like middle management and say, hey, I just need to make sure that this is okay for you to actually activate or uh, use first. Have we not had that discussion already? Like, you know, I bought it from you. Like, yeah, but we just want to make sure again. Like, I just assume anything I buy digitally I don't technically own because we don't anyway. No, but like... There, I'm not even. I'm not even arguing about ownership in this. Like, if they had to revoke licenses, that's a different conversation. It still sucks, but it's a different conversation with a different argument behind it. My point is, is like, no, no, everything's fine. Well, why can't I play it? Because I can't see to make sure that you're okay to play it. It's like that's a very weird way of doing VRM. Sure, and I like I said, I think it needs to be changed. Like, at that point, fucking send me uh, the fucking old trinkets that they'd send in, like, a LucasArts box to have me punch in a goddamn code or something. we some do the, the, the crypto wheel or whatever? The crypto wheel. That's what I was thinking of, yeah. Or the, here's a piece of red plastic and you have to look at this page and find the, the letters to punch in. Like, at that point, just fucking do something like that. Hell yeah, dude. Let me I'd play my that. single player games. I want to go. I want to go back to those days when I had to like I had to solve a puzzle to fucking play my game. This unlegible fucking red page that has red font on it, so you can't photocopy it, but you can't read it either. It's really not helpful at all. Let's make a guess here, son. What is what is the fourth letter on the fifth line on page twelve, paragraph sixteen? Oh God. <laughs> yeah. Type in, I don't um, know. It's at least at least it works better when there's like a word that it's like we need the word the fifth word from this page. Oh yeah. All right. You're not sitting there counting out fucking letters, being like one, two, three. I have no problem people being upset. What I have a problem with is the people act like it's the end of the world, and it's really not. It's just it's a hiccup. Everything has hiccups. I'm I'm I I was telling somebody the other day that. The convenience of the way that I purchase my media far outweighs the the downsides for me. So, I don't buy anything physical anymore. The last physical thing I bought sitting on a shelf, and I think I've used it one time because every time I'm like, I own this digitally, well, I don't need to, I don't need to plug this in. <laughs> so. And if it disappeared tomorrow, I probably wouldn't know. That's the other part of my problem, is, like, if a game disappears in my Xbox games library, I wouldn't even notice. <laughs> Why don't you king shit a fuck mountain, right? <laughs> I literally... Well, there was a game that disappeared a few ah, weeks ago. Ah, but a pittance! It doesn't I do not need these? It was funny because I wouldn't even was, notice if it left. There was legitimately a game that disappeared from my library that I had no idea it disappeared until I I think it was like it was one of those backwards compatible games that they made at the last one, and like I had to go look because I didn't notice it wasn't there. I was like, oh shit, it's not there. Oh well. 
I can't help it. I have like 3,500 games in my library. That's not my fault. How am I going to notice, you know, bumfuck? I think that games? also skews your fucking opinion <laughs> of this matter, too. I have 3,500 games. That's just in my Xbox. All right, well, library. I have 10, and if I can't access those 10, I'm pretty disappointed. You're like, I can't access 10 either. Yeah, a bit of a fucking drop in the bucket there. Come on. No, I want percentage. Are we looking at You're like yeah, 90%. I'm, being... I'm at like 0.9%. Yeah. <laughs> Ken's not upset by this this outage because he can go and play other games. You have one game that you want to play and two that you maybe like can't access. And <laughs> hey, To be fair, Anthony, there was only one game I wanted to access and I couldn't because you know I only play one game. Yeah, that's true. So, it's a shame that someone cut you off your addiction. Yeah, and I just watched some TV instead. It was fine. I didn't like. I didn't like get mad and like call Microsoft and be like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Anyway, that's all the news I have. I don't know if you had anything else. Oh god, shit. Um, give me a second. Let me let me. Let me check. Did Reddit have anything interesting yet? Probably not. Oh no, I've been watching Twitter this morning. I ain't seen anything yet. It's it's we're basically in that time where like the big show is coming. So people are holding some news for a little while. Wouldn't be surprised yeah, if we really I mean, have a I whole lot know. of news for the next few what's what, June nine, so we're about four weeks out. So uh, apparently the PC Dark Souls games have been offline for 103 days. Yeah, I knew that. I have somebody That's on shitty. my Twitter feed that is just constantly complaining because they haven't turned it back on yet. A video game historian dropped a video that I haven't watched yet, but it's the story of Super Mario World. I saw like it on my YouTube feed. I haven't watched it yet. Um, People are theorizing about Sonic 3 not having its original soundtrack. I think I said that when it was announced or shortly after, so I'm not surprised there. Um, Can't you just watch it on YouTube? Oh, Final Fantasy 16 nears completion, producer says. Trailer coming soon. I don't care. They've shown one trailer of that game, and I'm just like, okay. I I don't believe that game is coming out in the next 12 months. I'm just going to say that right now. Yeah, probably. That's just my opinion. Um, Even though everybody claims it'll be out in 2022, I don't. Yeah, I got shit. To be honest with you, we've seen less of Final Fantasy 16 than we've seen of Redfall, and people don't believe that's coming out anytime soon. So, I don't know why you believe Square Enix is going to put out a a massive numbered entry oh, in right. Final Fantasy. Sure. Outriders didn't make any profit in 2021. People can fly confirms. Okay, but I'm pretty sure they're also being screwed by. Um, Square Enix? Shocker. Square Enix, like, didn't pay them or some shit like that. I thought I read a story once that Square Enix took all the money for the Game Pass deal and didn't give them any of it. But Yeah, maybe, I'm um, pretty sure that was I'm pretty sure that was the case. Yeah. Doesn't shock me. No, no. Uh, I have a couple um, tweets here. Uh if you've got more news, go ahead. Otherwise I will read Hitman three has a roadmap. I didn't even know Hitman three had more content coming out, but yeah, uh, Sons of the Forest, the sequel to The Forest, has been like, you ever play that page game? Now. That's fucked up. It's fucked up. Yeah, that's a fucked up game. Uh, yeah, because then there's the AEW, and then there's the fucking New York thing, and 
Um, yeah, that's, I mean, that's kind of it. Sounds about it's right. Scrolling through and I, I mean, even if there's stuff like, you know, what do I say about something that is announced or you know, I don't care about fully? Um, I mean, if you yeah. want to, if you want I mean, to shit a long, on, it's been a long week too. So you want to shit on my game? What was the story that cropped up the Overwatch 2's beta lost 99% of its viewers in just the first week? Yeah, but Twitch? I mean, like, of course it did. Of course, like everything, like it's not new anymore, dummies. Like people are gonna tune in just to see what's happening, and then they're gonna be like, all right, it's um, yeah, we'll wait till it comes out. Like, oh shit, the Prince of Persia. Oh, I. I... I feel like my my document got deleted because I thought I had that and the Ubisoft thing on my document. Oh, uh, the Prince of Persia. Oh, I feel bad for this studio. Yeah, it got moved back to what was it? Ubisoft Montreal. Montreal. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, here's a here's a new studio in uh, India. I don't remember where it was exactly. Uh, they handed the reins to remake a beloved game, only to have it taken away from them because it wasn't. Up to par, but, like, that's not what the new studio should be doing anyways. Like, if you wanted to make have them make a Prince of Persia game, fine. But, like, don't have them remake an original one. Like, you're setting them up for failure. Um, so, yeah, it's a it's kind of a shame. Um, it, I don't see why they're doing this, to be honest with you, anyways. Like, don't remake the first game. Just make a new one. Nah, uh, they they're not gonna do that. They're just all in on Assassin's Creed now. The prince is dead. Well, what's weird is like for them to do anything, anyways, they have to pay, um, the Jordan. owner of Jordan. No, no. Who was it? What was it? Is it? Yeah, Jordan Mechner. You're right. That's that's why I thought I thought his name was Jordan. I you know why I was I was confusing him with the guy who did um Another World. Oh, I don't know. They're that very guy. very similar styles. Yeah, I don't know um, that guy's name. Yeah, Jordan Mechner, right? Yeah, um, yeah, I'm pretty sure he owns the rights. So wouldn't shock me. I mean, he's he Lucas that shit. He got to keep the rights, you know. Good for him. Uh, there's uh, DLC coming for Fury, but everywhere but Xbox. Yeah, this was a big thing. I actually tweeted the game bakers, and I was like, you know, I'm disappointed, uh, but I understand because if the game didn't sell there, then why would you put it there? But the Xbox fanboys went after them hard. Guys, like, if you put this much passion into trying to get other people to play the game, maybe they would have put the DLC out. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's... That's all I have to say. Like, the Switch fan base, like, was really crazy that Fury came to their console. And, uh, I mean, it always kind of hit off on PlayStation and PC. Um, so... Well, it was on That's what happens. PlayStation Plus, I think. Uh, but, I mean, even before that, people were talking about, like, how, like, insane it was and you know the fact that they had the artist from uh afro samurai doing artwork and all that stuff so yeah no I'm, I'm not in disagreement i'm disappointed because that's where i played most of fury that's where i would have mm. played the dlc so i won't be probably playing it but i get it i'm not mad about it it's just man to see like the if you look at that thread where they said that and read all the comments it's just like wow y'all motherfuckers are just toxic as shit um, and then I think the best way to end off news with us, uh, is this one that I, there are currently no concrete plans for Shenmue 4, says Yu Suzuki. No shit! 
I mean, I don't know why people wanted three. Yes. No, listen, I we we should like we're the we're not the guys to talk about this, but I get it. I do get it to some extent. I don't I don't see what everybody else sees in that, but I'm also viewing it from what was it 2020, 2019 perspective. I don't have any interest in those games. But I get it. You were bought you bought into it. You there's there's a story that you enjoyed in it. You bought into it 23 years ago. Hold you on, but, but give me but, 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 but give me a second here. Okay. For years, there was hope that, like, maybe it would come back. Yeah, hope was maybe a little far-fetched, but, like, there was hope. Three gets announced. All it had to do was push the story forward. I would have said, as, and I know Jay and I have thought about this, but I say it should have ended because it was a far stretch to get to three. Right? Like, it was a, like random chance basically that we fucking saw Shenmue 3 get released at all that's where it should have all the energy should have been into completing the story but by all accounts all that game did was spin its fucking wheels and accomplish nothing uh, I've heard it be described as a filler episode but like no I would not I I would not give it the grace of a filler episode Um, I would say it was um it was fan service. Not even, no. Because from all the so- sounds of it, like, people were like, oh, we got to see more of it. Like, that should not be the positive. Positive should be like, oh, man, I can't wait for Shenmue 4. Everybody's response is, well, you know, maybe Shenmue 4 will be better. That is not <laughs> how you treat your fucking fans when they fucking crowdsource your goddamn dream project thing that's like, 22 years oh we wouldn't want to compromise i wouldn't want to compromise on the story well i would want the story to fucking end then to uh end and be compromised then to not end at all what about the anime the anime is not the anime is a retelling of number one uh the first game holy shit Mm Hmm. so him to say like i don't have plans for shenmue 4 well I don't think you had plans for Shenmue 3. I'm going to call bullshit that you ever even had a full story written out. And you wasted Sega's money. And now you wasted Sony's and other people's money. Whoever's money that was put into Shenmue 3. I think Sony put some in, but I don't know. Sony put some in, but it was actually published by... Deep Silver, I think. Deep Silver, yeah. It's just like... At this point, like, th- th- and this has been a problem with a bunch of creators as of late, like, and I've heard, so I watched a video where somebody kind of defended it, like, it's not their duty to, you know, uh, finish their work if they don't feel like doing it anymore. Incorrect. You sell a product. If you, if a chef gets, th- if somebody baking food for, making food for you gets tired halfway through and says, eh, I don't really, I didn't really feel it anymore. How would you fucking feel? You'd be pretty pissed off. I think everybody's got a right to be pissed off about somebody not finishing a story. And for Shenmue, the only reason why I have any passion behind my anger is because I was told for years that this was some great story, but this guy can't fucking finish it. And it's like he didn't move it forward at all. At all. I watched the videos. The person that put, like did the video, hour-long video, uh, something super eyepatch wolf, he's like, I've wasted my fucking time. He's like, it doesn't move the story forward at all. It's like, I love the first two Shenmue games, but I fucking cannot understand why this game is here. Like, what? It's like, it's a filler episode, and that's where I disagree. I say, no, it's not. It's a waste of money. Like, it was purposely done just to get money. <laughs> like, 
Oh, yeah. A filler episode is to fill out so you can make syndication. This is a making it so you can make some money. Uh, yeah. I, I, I'm not surprised that game looked terrible. Three, not, I'm not even speaking about one and two. One and two is like a, it didn't age well, so I can't speak volumes. I didn't play it at the time. Uh, it got way too hyped up for me. So by the time I reached it, I was going to dislike it ultimately anyways, but. I played yeah. it the day it came out. And I fucking, yeah, just. Actually, I played it the day it came out in Japan. And he said, he said, he said he hadn't played a game in like the last two decades. That's not a compliment. Like, that's not a compliment. That's not a good thing to say. Like. Yeah. I just can't believe that they're like, yeah, there's no concrete plans for four. No shit. Write a book and finish your goddamn story, you asshole. And and, and that goes for uh, Martin, too. Finish Martin. your goddamn... Finish Game of Thrones. All right? No, we're going to do a spin-off on HBO. I'm going to I'm going to do yeah, I'm going to I'm going to go and help write lore for Elden Ring. Did you? Yeah. Did you though? Cuz it just kind of feels like Miyazaki's writing. Fingers. <laughs> okay, all right. Okay, all right. Enough of the Every time every time you say fingers, all <laughs> I think about is the fucking spider hand things and like that's a big note. Well, that's like the theme in that game. Did you not notice that? Yeah, I noticed that there's fingers everywhere. Bloody fingers and like summoning fingers and yeah, it's a finger game. It's a, it's about a ring. So it makes sense. Yeah, it just anyways, it, it's like uh, I I'm irritated with creators that don't finish things. Like I get it. Sometimes like unfortunately that's just not going to be the case. Money runs out, uh people die. It's it's a shame. So I can't like be. I'm not like, oh, everything has to have an end because not everything has an end, unfortunately. But like when it, fully competent people just choose not to do things after taking money from people, I, I feel shitty. Hashtag like, restore the Snyderverse. As much as I don't like Zack Snyder's thing, I, I I do agree with those people for fighting for him because he was unfortunately removed from his own movie for. Sad reasons. Alright, let's end this with a couple of tweets and let's get out of here because we've already ran right. two hours and everybody's probably pissed. Um, nah, I mean, everybody's already tuned off, Ken. They're right, they heard me go off on my first rant about whatever. See, I don't even remember what I talked about two, comic two books. minutes ago. Comic books. Slice0072 says, How much industry consolidation do you guys see happening before it's at its apex? Um. I'm going to say there's probably going to end up being like maybe five companies altogether. Does that include the big three? Uh, you're going to have Sony, you're going to have Microsoft, you're going to have Nintendo, you're going to have Embracer Group, and you're going to have Epic. Well, who's going to get EA? Okay, six. But I, I, I almost don't consider EA a, a company in that same regard anymore because um they don't do anything original and they're they're bread and butter sports titles i know that sounds um like i'm talking down about them but it's like they, they're a different market altogether they do 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 uh, <laughs> do <laughs> they 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 do make star wars and stuff but like they're not even but everybody's making far. star wars now yeah but like and they make a shooter but like that isn't where most of their money comes from. Most of their money comes from their sports titles. 
And so I don't consider them in the same realm as everybody else. So when I said five, I'm still saying like five. All right. Because I can't think of any other conglomerate that just exists to own. Tencent. Six. You're right. Tencent would be the other one. And like Tencent, I see, would be the person that would go and buy like Ubisoft. Them or Embracer, one of the two. Embracer. Ubisoft's just, trying. Embracer's just like the sleeping giant, man. They have so. I I kind of give that guy a lot of credit, though, as much as I don't like consolidation and rich people. Um, he uh, he realized like, hey, like I bought all these because people seem to care about them. Like, all these video game licenses, so I decided, like, I'm going to put them out. And so he did. And then he's like, I'm just going to buy THQ, I guess. And did. And, like, you know. And he's like, well, people seem to be enjoying this stuff, so I'm just going to keep buying... Pro like, buying studios and stuff, and we're going to make a good studio out of this. And overall, they haven't been terrible. No, you know what I mean? Fine. Like, what have they... they they've... Allowed studios some freedom. Yeah. Uh, you know, they bought Deep Silver. That was a good thing because Deep Silver on their own accord was not good. Yeah. No, if if we get a new Legacy of Kane and a new Gex, I'm okay. You know, they're going to make new Tomb Raider. Yeah, they've already announced they're probably the gonna, Tomb Raider. They're going to do a new Deus Ex, I'm sure, at some point. Yeah. I'm okay with them. It's fine. I'm okay with it. With it. Um, only because, like, as of right now, where I stand, they don't seem to have any evil intentions. They just want to make money. And I know that sounds really I stupid. mean, that's what everybody wants to do, so. Yeah. But, like, they're like, yeah, we'll just, you know, they, they do. I'm sure they have some live service stuff. But, like, that has not been their main output. No. Like, think about it. Like, they, they, they're not Tencent. Tencent has a bunch of that stuff. Um, they're not Microsoft. Microsoft has some of that. Microsoft's got a different way of making money, but like, you know, Sony's tried it. Nintendo's got some. Uh, Ubisoft definitely has some. EA is fucking famous for it. Like, they're like, yeah, no, single player stuff, you know, we'll sell you a game for $30 because it's a remaster. Who gives a shit? Yeah. Remastered. It's like, well, other people, other people would, yeah, and they put work into it, and you'd be like, well, other people would charge me full Dude, price. Dude, they added like, DLC. Yeah, fuck it. They added new DLC to Amalor. Come on. Yeah, what a weird, what a weird company that that they do they own. They're just like, yeah, we don't have the highest A tier stuff, but like, we're solid Bs. Like, what? A, like, how do you build a fucking company off of that? And like, yeah, well, just, it happened. It's like almost like some hippie mentality of like, no, man, we're not going to be the high end, but we're we're gonna remaster a goddamn SpongeBob game and you're like, what? They're like, yeah, but it's a really good SpongeBob game and it's like a really good remaster and they're like, yeah, it did really well. We're gonna make a new one like that. Fucking no one else would have fucking do that. No. They didn't even do that when like <laughs> they didn't even do that when the first game came out. They're like, now we're gonna change it up for the next one. And it was the same studio. <laughs> I, I'm like I said, yeah, like six max. Like I, I know that sounds terrible. Like six max, and you'll have some indie studios and stuff. But like the six major corporations are going to run the whole thing. A seven, if you include EA, but I, I really don't because they have their market kind of cut out. They're the only like niche big label. Yeah. 
All right, last question. Twitter comes from Lanka Man. He says, "Hello, gents. I picked up Splasher on sale for two pounds on Xbox. I remember Ken recommending this game a while back, and it's so good. Platforming is brilliant. It reminds me of Rayman. Thanks for the great recommendation. You're welcome. I did the same thing. I bought that game when it was like two dollars or something, and it's a hell of a lot better. Like I'm shocked with as much crap as gets like floated to the top that that game didn't get more recognition." It's a cool game. Not enough boobies. I mean, I guess. Not enough boob pillow Yeah, but even those games don't get recognition. I mean, we talk about them on the show as a joke, but who's out there singing the praises of Seven Pirates H? (laughs) And by the way, the H doesn't stand for hentai, Anthony. It stands for horny. I I almost... You know what the sad part is? I almost asked you, really? (laughs) I know, you thought I was being serious. I'm like, I legitimately thought, for a second there, I'm like, oh man, that does work. Hey, you know, maybe maybe it is, I don't know. Ah, shit. Anyway, yeah, it's always cool when you discover, like, a really cool game for, like, no money. Like, there's, that's the, you know, that's the other thing that I think about with, like, E3, and things not feeling like they did, even even five years ago is that there are so many games now. Like, how many games do we forget about a a week after they come out? Like, it's so many. Yeah, I mean, yeah. We used to talk about, like, back in the day, and I I sound old when I say this, but, like, we would talk about a game for months. And now we're lucky if we talk about a game two weeks in a row. It's weird. Yeah. There's too many video games. There is. I I hate to even be like that because I like the idea of choice, but, like, there is some benefits to a monoculture. Yeah. Like, how do you even... We... we, There, so I, what? What is there's there? only two of us, and we don't even play the same fucking games, you know? Exactly, but also you look back, and you you know you'll get people who argue like, well, there were tons of games on the NES, dude. There was less than a thousand no. games on the NES. It's not even that. It's not even that. Like there, yeah, there's a ton of games, but like it was almost a decade. That's of the sitting point. Around. Yeah, like and like you know you would go months without seeing like. I think everybody thinks like, oh, there's a ton of games, but like you were you were stuck with whatever showed up in local stores, or the blockbusters, or the or the mom and pop so video like, stores. So like, so like N64, or like, so I can't speak to NES, but like N64 was when like I remember talking about video games with friends, and yeah, like it surrounded maybe twenty games. There's Hold on, N64 titles. N64 Super games. Nintendo had 717 games total in the U.S. So there is 393 licensed games for Nintendo, and let me see. Uh, fucking, there is 297 games in North America. All right, just for, just for, for N64. So just for comparison, between Super Nintendo had 717 games, the Nintendo Switch to date has 4,365 oh games. God damn it. Yeah, and like, you know, again, the conversation only surrounded maybe like 30 at most. Like, yeah, we all talked about the same games in school. You know, Zelda, Mario, 
Um, Metroid, you know, Ninja Turtles. Yeah, well, that's yours. Like, Star Fox 64 was one. Um, oh, you're talking about 64. One. Yeah, I'm talking about 64 because it's like the Nintendo had – the NES had a bigger library, right? I'm like, okay, let's get a smaller one. And, like, and yeah, N64 fucking, yeah. We talked like, about Turok. <laughs> yeah, because it was a first-person shooter. Yeah, there were right? 393 so was, games released on the console. Total. So it was just, yeah, I said, like, it was 297 in North America. Yeah, North America, yep. And it's like, yeah, but, like, we weren't really talking about Earthworm Jim 3D. No. We maybe talked about Snowboard Kids, but it was because all of us went to the same Blockbuster, and that was a Blockbuster game that you could get, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's just like, you know, um, I'm scrolling through, and I'm like, yeah, I uh, don't recall anybody talking about Tom and Jerry and Fists of Fur- uh, Furry. Ugh, that's a terrible name. Or Mickey Speedway USA, and that's rare. And that's a Mickey a Mickey Mouse game, and now just n- nobody talked about it. Didn't even know that existed for the m- most of my life. I'm looking at these games. The games we talked about were the Cruisin' Games, Conquer, uh, Diddy Kong. Yeah, it's like it. It just it wasn't a lot, and so like even even in something like that big, the talk was very small. But like we were limited to what was in stores and what was at rental shops. Um, you know, not everything was as widely distributed. Um. Now everything's online, so anybody can just buy anything. I have way too many games on Steam. Way too many games on Steam. I mean, we just talked about earlier in the show, I have 3,500 games on my Xbox. Right. Like, how are you and someone else ever going to be playing the same thing unless you choose specifically to play the same thing? Maybe, Maybe when a game is new. But, like, after that week, who the fuck is playing the same thing as you? I mean, Drew's on the site, and it took him how many years to play God of War? 2018. <laughs> it's crazy how many games are, mm. and now you guys should I mean, like I Game mean, Pass. That's the reason, well, that's that's the problem I'm having right now. Is like there's a bunch of stuff I want to play, and it's like if I if I take reviews, I don't get to play the stuff that I have, right? But if I don't take reviews, I don't get to play the stuff that's coming out. Yeah. It's crazy, man. There's there's just too many games, and you. And the funny thing is, is we get a lot of games for free. You'd be shocked how many I just leave sitting in my inbox. And there's shit because no one take them. No, nobody to take them. Scrambling, scrambling time. I mean, we probably see, I'd say anywhere from ten to twenty games a week, and there's no way anybody can cover that many games. No, even with paid people. No, no way. I don't know, man. It's it's crazy. Like we should be thrilled, but at the same time, it's almost like oversaturation. Like I, I get the same kind of anxiety when I go to my streaming services. I'm like, I'm gonna watch something. Well, I have you know seven streaming services, all with like thousands and thousands of things to watch. I'm like, I don't know what I'm gonna watch. It's 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 uh, it's a shame that like you know you go on YouTube and there's people doing. Um hidden gems videos but it's like hidden gems on consoles that are older you know that are all physical releases like i get it there's stuff that people missed because you know earth defense force 2017 was like a hidden gem for a while right because it was a bargain game and no one picked it up because what is it 
Um, but like, fuck, you need those more for like Switch, and you need them more for like current consoles where there's just a, just a ton of indie shit always coming out. Like, there. So everybody needs to follow the Twitter account. I think you follow it too, right? The what's on Steam. Oh yeah, I see shit on there like every five minutes. Uh, what's on Steam? That's actually what it's called. I couldn't remember what it's at. What's on Steam? And it is a bot that has an unfiltered view of every single game that gets released on Steam as it gets released. And like some of those games, there's shit on there. Some of those are really fucking bad. You just look at it and you go, "Oh, that got released, huh?" Yeah. You sure that's done? Furry furry teacher. Remember the furry teacher? I I do not, thankfully. Oh God. But like. You know, there's been stuff on there that I look at and I'm like, what the fuck am I looking at? I want to play that. That's such a weird concept. And like, yeah, it'll never get talked about. It probably won't even make your Steam recommendations because no one knows it fucking exists. So. Well, I, I, there's, there's too many games. You know, even like the indie games that I get every week, I talk about those for all of what, like two minutes? Goddamn too many of them. Exactly. Like, that list that they send me every week is at least, like, the minimum I've ever seen is, like, five or six. The most I've ever seen is, like, 20. And it's every week. And, like, I download them, and I boot them up, and I play them for a minute, and I'm like, okay, yeah, this is that, this is that. And then every now and then, one will come along, and it's just like, oh, this is this is really cool. But for the most part, it's just like, yeah, I've been there, I've done that. Do I really need another one? Because I never finished the last one I played. <sighs> I don't know, man. It's crazy. It's a crazy thing to complain about. It sounds like a first world problem, but at the same time, when it's something you enjoy, I don't even, no, no. See, I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't agree with that. I think it's a you want games, you 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 want the good games to rise to the top, but there it, it is literally like they cannot rise to the top because the top is always too high because we're pouring more new shit on top of it, right? Oh, so 100%. Like, yeah. So, like, because it's not even necessarily for the benefit of us. It's for the benefit of the developers. That we, yeah. You know? Like, you want people to be able to... Like you want good game creators to be able to make m- more games and they can't when <laughs> they're they're being buried alive constantly. Yeah, there's no way. That's that's why people who put their games on Switch put them on sale for like a quarter, just so they can rise yeah. to the top of of a endless list of games. It's crazy to me. Anyway, um, that's that's all I got for this week. Um, if you want to follow us on Twitter, I'm at ZTGD. Anthony's a complacent robot for now. Uh, the site's at ZTGD content, and you can uh, tweet the podcast at M4G Podcast. You can shoot us emails to podcasts at ZTGD.com. Uh, and then Phoenix Down is kicking off, maybe, because uh, Drew couldn't play his Phoenix Down game over the weekend, which was uh, AI the Insomnium Files, because uh, Game Pass was borked. So, uh, but that's that's all I got for this week. Everybody's tired of hearing us talk. I'm here, tired of hearing me talk. All right, well, then we'll get out of here. Peace, bitch. Alrighty, And it goes something like this.